0: would you say brushing your teeth is the best game of all time
1: no no
0: This is the Insert Credit Annual Number 2. I'm your host, Alex Jaffe, and my favorite game we won't be discussing tonight is Nier.
2: Oh, well, uh, my name is Frank Zafaldi, and the, my favorite game that we won't be discussing tonight is a tough one. I'm going to go with Mother
1: 3. I'm oh, that's good one. about that one. Yeah. My name is uh, Tim Rogers. My favorite game we're not going to be discussing tonight is, uh, unfortunately, Super Mario Brothers 3, which is the best game
3: and I play um, it a lot. I'm Brandon Sheffield, and man, which is my... I guess my favorite game that we won't be discussing tonight is probably OutRun 2. Now, now, yeah. a lot I, like, of you guys
0: out there did vote for these games, so you might be kind of confused right now. Uh, so let me, give, let, let me let you in on my little deception. Uh, for the past year, we've collected hundreds of votes for consideration in our second annual ranking of the best games of all time. And this year, we are not using any of them.
1: Maybe we could explain to the listener what, what it was that we did last year? Or, or oh. were you about to do that?
0: Yes, that's what I was maybe,
1: about maybe, to do. Oh, oh, I thought you were just going to... Anyway, go for it!
0: Yes. Just keep So uh, last, just year was our, last year was our first annual episode where we collected votes from our listeners and we tallied those votes, and whichever games got the most votes were the games we discussed and then ranked in a list of the top 20. And uh, we put up the pretenses of doing the same thing again for the next year.
1: But and These were the top 20 games of all time. We were talking about yes. the best games ever.
0: Number yes. one was Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, much to Brandon's uh, chagrin, but to Frank I had a little chagrin, existence. but it wasn't that much.
1: Brandon, you should come over and we should play Super Mario Brothers 3 sometime. Yeah, you understand.
0: guys did resolve to play all 20 of the games on that list, but you sure didn't.
1: Yeah, we sure didn't. Yeah, whatever. I, I played uh, some of them. I, I played some of them that I have not played that much. I don't even remember the list, to be honest. But it was it was easy for me. Right. unfortunately.
0: So this year, uh, what we're doing is I told the guys here, uh, Brandon, Frank, and Tim, to each make their own list of ten video games for their own submission. Uh, but their only rule was that they can't pick anything that you guys voted for. So these will be games that none of you even considered worthy of uh, speaking up and nominating.
4: Wow, uh, because
0: wow. we all secretly, in our heart of hearts, despise each and every one of you and want Whoa! to teach you what, what, what good games actually are.
2: And, w- and what's fun about this exercise is that, like, people voted for every one of our stereotype favorite games. I think yeah. every game that was on the list <laughs> last year was us. Like, on the vote yeah. this year,
0: yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs>
3: well i I was uh please man, exce- I was thinking that,
0: humbly accept this vote for deadly premonition
3: I was thinking that the the reason that I mentioned on our Facebook page is that everyone needs to try harder is that ninety five percent of my, my list of best games of all time is fair game, and uh it felt too easy for me. It felt unfair. <laughs> Because uh, right. I can I can just put them right on there. Well, I, uh, I
0: think that's kind of nice, because, Brandon, you didn't really have much of a voice on last year's episode, and mm-hmm. now you have an opportunity to speak up equally with the rest of these uh, guys.
1: More like speak so, up, speak equally.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: So more like that.
0: each of you yeah. have a, has a list of tw- ten games. Twenty of mm-hmm. them will make the cut, mm-hmm. ten of them will not, mm-hmm. and you're going to take turns introducing each one, and we'll rank them and move on we Will begin with Brandon.
3: Brandon. Oh man, was it supposed to be a list of ten games? No, yes, one.
0: but no, you're you're giving me one, and we're going to go around and yeah, I just, just
1: and we're not I... we're not going to read the list of the user submitted games because it's way too long. I said yeah. user, yeah. I meant listen. There people. are hundreds of games on the list. Yeah, there's a, a lot I've, of games on that list.
3: I've got a list of like 25, so I need to uh, I need to prioritize. Figure, okay, out well, I, figure
2: out your ten. Well, I, I, I
3: presume that we are all gonna accidentally
1: step on each other's lists as we go around. So I feel like if you just pick a game that you're feeling literally right now, a game that you feel like talking about right now. That's my plan. Play it like a game.
3: The one that I uh, am going to do here is probably going to take from Tim's list, um, but it's one I feel like talking about, and it is Panzer Dragoon Zwei. Mm -hmm.
1: Panzer Dragoon Zwei is actually my number one game.
3: It was also mission. my number one as well. And
1: uh, I actually, have, I <laughs> Congratulations. actually had, you win the had a discussion with, uh, with Eric Chahi back in 2012 about, uh, about how Panzer Dragon's Vice probably the best video game ever made, and he agreed with me. And it's real good. I said that I thought Another World was the greatest game ever made, and he knew that because he had read my review of it. And that's mm-hmm. actually how I came into the acquaintance with him. I came to meet him because of that review. But we had a very long discussion about Panzer Dragoon Zwei, and we concluded that it's probably the best video game ever made. And me and Brent Porter at Action Button talk about it all the time, and uh, we talk about how it's probably the best video game that's ever been made, and that that's exactly what Ziggurat, our FPS game that we're making, seeks to emulate, except with much tighter controls and all that. So yeah, man, I feel like... uh, I was going to go backward through my list. but Sorry. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: it, I, it's just like... Uh,
1: well, I mean, this... I, I, I think I, yeah.
3: I, I suggested it, I suppose, because it was the number one game that I felt like our our listeners should have nominated.
1: Yeah, it was, the, yeah. It was the easy choice for me. I scanned that list, and I was like, no Panzer Dragons Vi, that's
3: so sad. Mm. I looked it over twice, and I was like, what the heck? Checked so it twice! I, it checked it twice. twice! I checked it twice, so I'll just... uh. <laughs> you know just for a second talk about why i think it's fantastic maybe we can think about putting some game above it but i don't know if we will um, i don't know if we will either, no. <laughs> but it's uh you know it's it's just such a well realized universe on top of the mechanics of it which are fantastic um it's they created uh, a language you know for the first one really but they they created a language they created this unique environment that really feels like a new place they they created this musical identity and just sound identity for it which is completely in world like everything about it feels whole and complete and it's it's it was one of those early experience games for me where i was just like wow what the heck i am in a different place when i play this video game and that's so you know i think that's why it makes both tim's and my list because you know i I like mechanics, but Tim really likes mechanics and um, i like
1: I like mechanics and I love atmosphere
3: I, I just atmosphere is number one for me uh basically all the time, and so that that game has got it for me
1: yeah it's it's got all the stuff that every jerk uh in the mainstream tried to say something like Bioshock had, and it's yeah. like why did why did Ken Levine get to be the guy who says that the world is the best narrator. Why did he get to be that guy? Cause, uh, why didn't somebody from Panzer Dragoon say that? Why did, you Yeah, darn
0: Yukio Futatsugi should have said it. Because yeah, they yeah. let the world narrate that fact for them.
1: And it, yeah, exactly. And also he would have said it in Japanese. He should, sure Or have. a made-up language. So,
4: like, <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Like, Panzer Dragoon's Vi is definitely the best of the Panzer Dragoon games. I, I think they're all good. Uh, I got into a yeah. quote-unquote argument with a guy about Panzer Dragoon Orta the other day. And it's like Orta's okay, you know. That's I mean I'm not going to be a jerk about it. Sure, it's a pretty good game.
3: It's definitely it's, the worst one, though.
1: It is definitely the worst Panzer Dragoon. But yeah. there are so there are so many games that every Panzer Dragoon game is way better than.
3: So, That's true. But Frank, have you gotten to play Panzer Dragoon Five before? I have not. I'm gonna bring it wow. over to your house. I'm going to bring it uh, over to your of, house. I, I, wrote, Frank, I wrote
2: instructions for it once on GameTap, but I didn't <laughs> know. That
0: does what, not count. <laughs> Were let's they the talk, best
3: instructions of all guys, time, Frank?
0: Let's talk about games Frank has played. Frank, what's your first game you're bringing to the table?
3: Okay, so...
0: Um, we have a
2: table? We have a table.
0: Yes, <laughs> I have, and I that have table like, has a dragoon on it.
2: According to Brandon, I have like six tables. Frank um, has a table addiction.
1: Okay, hey Frank, do you That's want do you me. want this table over here? Oh man, you got a table? I want I'm a am trying table. to get rid of this. See this giant coffee table? Oh no, I, I don't I, enable him. I have de-necessitated this coffee table. I really problem. want to get yeah. rid of it. If anybody of... in the Oakland area wants yeah. a table, please come take Tim. my
0: table. Tim, don't enable Frank's table stable.
1: Well, you know, no. des- despite my table addiction,
2: I've decided to never have a coffee table. So figure that one out, ladies. Use it for um, something else. It's complicated. Um, so my list is just kind of... My list is kind of strange. Um... I'm going to start start with one of the strangest choices, one that I don't think anyone would have uh, gone for or expected. A Mind Forever Voyaging. Uh, This is an interactive fiction game from the 80s, uh, Infocom published done by Steve Mm Maretsky. And I really like this game because it's uh, it's a long text adventure with exactly one puzzle at the end. Um, But everything up until that point is just an experience. So it's uh it and it's and it's it's a game with a political message. This is this is very anti uh, Ronald Reagan economics, anti Reaganomics. Uh, the the message of this game and it's uh it's sort of a sci-fi thing where you're uh, I, I can't quite remember the plot. I'm, it's been years, but I think you're sort of like this intelligence, this sort of quantum leap jumping through time, um, seeing how decisions are affecting the timeline. And so it comes with a map of the city that you're in. And uh, and you're just sort of exploring and seeing how things change, and it's it's really depressing and 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 sobering and and you know there's like you have a kid at one point I think the kid some bad happens to the kid but like it's 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 kind of what I want um, interactive narrative to be, which is just sort of sort of a walk through experience where uh, you're you're looking at stuff at your own pace. Uh, and and soaking it all in and not being uh, not being sort of stopped by like a puzzle that sort of takes you out of that reality and I love it for that so that's uh, number two on our list I'm I'm gonna say so far
3: like <laughs> this, this is gonna be an two interesting two. list I've actually never played this but it is intriguing yeah it's neat I
1: I have uh I have very limited experience with it but it, I did try it out. Uh, I've heard I,
3: things about it. I've played, I played a lot of the,
1: the Infocom games back when I was in uh, uh, middle school, and for some reason they had them on the computers. That's rad. Yeah, they had a whole bunch of Infocom games on the computers in one of the uh, middle schools that I went to on in Fort Meade, Maryland, actually. MacArthur Middle School, they call it. Uh, so I want to pick a game off my list, and uh, is it my turn?
4: Yeah, uh, would you yeah say go it? ahead.
1: Uh, so I want to pick a game off my list, and I just I don't know which one to pick because now I'm looking at this massive list, and I'm just like, there's like yeah, 25 that's, games
3: on here. It's tough. Why, why don't you uh, start at? Oh wait, yeah, but it's hard to start at the bottom if you got 25. Because I'm going to start
1: right in. The, I'm going to start right in the middle. not they're not go. even in. Like most of them aren't in any order. Uh, I just have Panzer Dragon's Vi at the very top. So I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Quop, the flash game Quop. Mm. Uh, I want to say this now. Anybody who's read any of the articles that I've written, uh, the reviews that I've written, critiques I've written about video games knows that I don't ever bend to uh, sentimentalism in a review. I won't. I, I, I freely admit that Super Mario Brothers 3 is the best Mario game on the basis of being a Mario game, and I get upset at lists like when IGN does a list and they put Super Mario Brothers at the very top, and it's like, I don't think it's as good at being a Mario game as Super Mario Brothers 3 is. Uh, so meanwhile, this whole putting Quap on here because it's a viral game and it's the first sort of these indie games that just went hugely, monumentously viral and had hundreds of millions of people playing it. I think it's over 100 million people. And uh, I mean, that sort of thing is pretty cool. And it was the on fact season
0: nine of The Office.
1: It was even on the TV show The Office, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I
3: forgot about that.
1: And it's it's like... If it's a game that, on the other hand, is also an extreme hardcore, so I was playing uh, Octodad yesterday because I'm super elite and I am privy to the release version of the game Octodad. And what I like about Octodad is it is an extreme hardcore action game, right? That doesn't involve shooting or killing or anything. And that's what Quap is. Quap is an extreme hardcore action game, right? But it's four buttons and moving your calves and your. And your thighs to run and there are little decisions you can make and little compensations you can make and uh, just getting this guy to run 100 meters is an incredible but very consistently interesting challenge and I think it's neat to put that on there on a list where every Super Mario game has been voted for except from one Uh, if we can't put any Mario games on there I'd say let's, I want to be a jerk and put co-op on there so there you go and I also right. think it's one of the most important video games ever made as well. So.
2: I'm good with number two on that.
1: What do you think, Brandon Sheffield? Um,
3: number two, above I, a Mind Forever Voyager. Yeah, I, I understand. Um,
1: it's no Panzer Dragons Vi, let's face it. Sorry, Ben. Yeah, well, I, I know. Um, you listening.
3: I feel like it's it's hard for me to say, having not played a Mind Forever voyaging. I feel like it's more cultural phenomenon than it is uh, experience, which seems less like an insert credit
1: mm-hmm. number
3: two than a number three to me. But have um... you
1: have you ever like? Suddenly, the podcast encountered technical difficulties. We did not realize these technical difficulties had occurred. We continued discussing Quop. I asked Brandon, have you ever gotten really good at Quop?" And he said he got sort of good at it. I asked if he'd ever gotten to the hurdle. He said, yeah, I've got, I got to the hurdle, but I fell over, and I'd never been able to really finish the game or get to the end. But I watched Chris Remo play it in the office, and I said, well, the office is pretty much where all... Quop playing happened. To ho ho, uh, we joked about the game being mechanically sound, and then I mentioned GURP and said, "Brandon, would you put GURP above Quap? And he said, "Even though GURP feels like more of a, an experience and more of a, a, a game that has more stuff going on in it, he would still put Quop above it for sheer uh, cultural factor alone." And I then said, "This is the last thing I'll say about Quop, but it was the first thing I did when I plugged in my new mechanical keyboard, a Filco Cherry MX Blue switches." And then I joked. Actually, the first thing I did was to. Whoa. <laughs> well, well, the first
2: thing he did was uh was type uh fodi uh, dot net and and and, and then, then click. click and then he played and then he played Mario three after he played yeah
1: Foddy. and then I played Super Mario but there's three after I played Quop and it feels good yeah. on a mechanical keyboard as well and then we we're like where's Jaffy and <laughs> <Yeah>. that, <laughs> that that that's <laughs> what happened in the but, ultimately
2: <laughs> we did place it on the list.
1: Uh, so
2: uh, after yeah, so some I'm discussion, we decided, and, and it was close between Mind Forever Voyaging and Quop. But QWAP is currently number two because we felt that uh, it 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 had more to say mechanically uh, than a Mind Forever Voyaging. Even though I, you know, we might prefer Mind Forever Voyaging as more of an intercredity sort of inclusion. Uh, Quap is is the better game. Brandon, yeah. what's your yeah. second game?
3: Oh, right, it's me again. God darn it, all this time to prepare, and I didn't even freaking think about it. Okay, my second game is going to be Nights into Dreams.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. baby!
3: You did that
1: one for me as well.
3: (laughs) I had a feeling there might have been a tiny little baby bit of overlap.
1: So I actually have half of my list just broken off as uh, games that I'm just going to let Frank or Brandon bring up so yeah. that I can only bring up the truly bizarre ones. Uh, I think Quop was not a truly bizarre choice, but it's it's a little weird. No, yeah. I,
3: you know, I've got a couple in here that are bizarre, and I guess, I mean, should I be tailoring my list for that, or should I be tailoring it for really what I think is the best? I some, don't know. Well, you to to know what?
1: That that so. question that you're asking yourself, Brandon, is what turns this into a boner fide interesting conversation. It's mm-hmm. true. So, so, <laughs> so I've well, been, I'm asking myself that question. Anyway, Knights is a racing... Platformer that doesn't have jumping. Yeah, uh, it's it's a racing, flying, and it's it's a, it's a. Look, I mean, look, it's two D, right? It's not. It has three D presentation, but it's a two D game that is uh, in the vein and in the spirit of two D platformers such as Sonic the Hedgehog, Super Mario Brothers, uh, and it's about kinetic movement and momentum and speed. But at the same time, it's not about jumping, and it's yeah. not. It, it's not the same tropes. Uh, you fight enemies, but you don't directly interact with them. You spin around them or you... Yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of difference in Nights and I... Uh, while I don't like its user experience so much because I think it's a little thin. Uh, with It's just got these stages and there's no real connection and there's no fantastic presentation. Man, while you're playing it, it's pretty good and it's it fills you with hopes and dreams of uh, this 2D game where... You're just trying to get through the level as fast as you can, but also get all this stuff. And It's designed around replayability. It's designed like an album of pop songs. I like that. So, yeah. yeah. Why so the heck I've,
3: not? I'm going to say the things about it that I want to say about it as well. Which Go for it. That uh, it's, it's designed... It's one of the earlier games, I would say, that is really designed around speed running. Like, it doesn't have the, the packaging... That it should for a game that's designed around speedrunning, but it definitely is. Like the the thing to do is to get better, just get faster, and get more stuff in a in a shorter amount of time. And when you do it, it feels really good because the game the game wants you to do it. It wants you to get better and uh, and to go faster. It's 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 really it's all about increasing your speed. And the fact that you circle around your enemies instead of bouncing on them is part of that. It it yeah. it doesn't have you don't have to slow down as much if you're doing it that way. It's and the uh, but the other thing I really like about it is 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 everything that's not that stuff. I really like the bit of it where you are jumping, where you're just playing as the human characters, not hmm. as knights. You're walking around in this world and yeah. everything takes place on this 2D sort of um Spirally uh, cylinder, like you're on you're on the face of a cylinder essentially. That's what your 2D plane is. And uh, but if you play not as knights, but before you get your knights suit, you play as the the kid. You can walk around into all of these areas that are not. You don't you can't even see them when you're playing as knights. When you're playing properly, you can't even see these places. They're little little houses. Little, like, abandoned cars with uh, uh, just in the middle of the woods. That Like, why are they there? It's awesome. It's, there's just stuff to discover. Uh, and it, that was the first game that, for me, convinced me, okay, maybe 3D games can be something cool for me. Mm. Uh, it, it's, it's silly to say that because, obviously, there's good stuff about 3D. But at the time, I was mad that 3D was taking away all the cool 2D stuff that I I loved and just these messy, muddy polygons were were getting in the way of my mechanical purity. But then Knights came along and showed me that even a messy thing can be pretty entertaining. Also, I kind of like the A-Life stuff.
1: You hadn't played Super Mario 64. Then, I had not
3: you? played Super Mario 64. For me, Knights was that game.
1: Because, mm. I mean, looking back at it now, and I realize Super Mario 64 is on the forbidden list, which is why we must choose Knights instead of it. But yes. uh, Super Mario 64 is just increasingly relevant today, where it was kind of irrelevant for a couple of years, and now it's kind of like coming back. Like, for me, Super Mario 64 was that it was... The, in terms of the three D stuff, it yeah. it was like, wow, this game is so weird.
3: And, I think uh, the the reason that that I think even if I had played uh, Super Mario sixty four, it still probably would have been Knights for me, just because Super Mario sixty four yeah. is is much better realized as a three D game for mm. sure. But for Knights uh, was the necessary step for me because it was basically a two D game. And I had to find what was cool about the 3D stuff by myself, and it that gave me a totally different kind of experience than I would have gotten from from the inherent 3D fun of Super Mario 64. So I'm 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 glad that Knights has to be the one on our list.
1: It's I I, I like it a lot as well. I like like what we were saying about the speedrunning thing. I want to say that. Uh, I hope you agree with this Brandon but that the PlayStation 2 remake is definitely the best version of the game
3: to have. Oh I was just I was just holding oh, it. There up you go. The there you screen. go. I didn't so, even see it. I yeah. wasn't even looking.
1: I was looking at my email. I was looking at I was yes, looking, I was really looking at the list. But uh uh yeah, it's the 720p upscale or not upscale but there's there's a 720p 16:9 version of the game on that disc. Yeah. And is that on the PlayStation Network for
3: PS3? I was about to ask that, I, I, Frank. I'm going to lend you the really borrow of be. this if you well, uh, if you want it as well.
2: I, I don't think it's. It, I know it's not there on PS2 Classics because I just looked at the PS2 Classics yesterday, uh, no the day before yesterday. But uh, I think there was like a digital version of the game on on uh, on XBLA and PSN. If I'm not mistaken. So any, any, the, any viewers know?
0: I hate um, to kick off this technical talk about knights, but where do we put it on the list before moving on?
3: Two. Two.
1: I, I'd put it, I would put it above Quop. Sorry, Foddy.
3: Yeah. Um, I just want to very quickly read the front of the box. Uh, as you wander through the nightmare world, you recall all of your exciting experiences. You remember floating freely, smiling as you drifted through fantastic and beautiful lands. But you also recall fleeing in terror from the Nightmare Master. Nights is an unfolding stage, a breathtaking adventure through fantastic but dangerous places. Courage and skill determine the outcome of your incredible dream. There you go.
0: Wow.
1: That's yeah, huh. a pretty
0: cool That is some a good copy.
1: <laughs> and it was most likely written by a, a, person, Japanese, person. a Japanese person who was yeah. using a dictionary. Yep. But that's cool. Anyway, cool. yes. Okay, keep Frank. going.
2: Yes, uh, my next nomination is uh, another unexpected one probably, WarioWare Twisted. Uh, So Uh,
4: the
2: reason I'm putting this one on here, and I know Tim disagrees with me, is is that I think fundamentally the idea of WarioWare is really cool, where it's it's just sort of an OCD video game. It's just like, do this video game stuff rapidly, quickly, when we tell you. Be confused. Be kind of freaked out. Um, And I, I like that it I actually prefer playing the WarioWare games in Japanese because I can't read what it's telling me to do. And I yeah. kinda like that better. because um, it just like will throw me in Zelda and be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I guess maybe try the door and like you no, know I wanna Zelda.
0: briefly say that the original WarioWare was nominated.
2: Oh uh, yeah, it was. It was. It's true. But WarioWare War Twisted I like better.
1: WarioWare uh, Twisted is the best WarioWare. It is
2: absolutely
0: the best mm-hmm. WarioWare.
2: So this is the one that came uh, on a GBA cartridge with a, uh, I guess it was a gyroscope, uh, yeah. and and you would turn your GBA mm-hmm. to play the games, and, and that was it. It might have taken one button also, but other than that, it was just turning your Game Boy, and uh, I was, there were so many fun little things that they figured out to do with that that, like... I was kind of surprised that the DS didn't have a gyroscope built in, because I, I kind of felt like they had so much fun making this game that they were like, yeah. well, twisting stuff, it's like where we should go next with the Game Boy. But they, they sure didn't.
1: They didn't uh, want people to drop their consoles, I think, is what the discussion was, believe it or not. I guess so. Yeah, like Wii Spearing and makes... all. Why do you think that none of the, the handheld devices vibrate, for example? Yeah, true.
3: Um, or the, I mean, game game centric game only devices. Phones vibrate, obviously. Right. I I'm mean, actually I'm like, kind of I'm surprised, Frank, that you uh, singled Tim out as the one that would disagree because I I think that I'm a shoe in for number one disagreeing with that statement.
1: <laughs> with with what? Wario.
3: Oh oh, uh, WarioWare as a like in like a col- collection of ADD mini games being a good thing instead of a bad thing because I'm the one who hates Rhythm Heaven and stuff.
1: Yeah, as you'll notice, by the way, Jaffe, you put both Rhythm Heaven and Rhythm Ten Goku on the list. They're the same. Yeah, that was game. a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, that was a good joke. I like that. Okay. Yeah, okay, so okay. and also what else did you put on the list? Oh Ridiculous Fishing was also on the list, which is a much better game that involves a gyroscope. Uh yeah. and that's really sad that we can't have ridiculous fishing. Uh I think WarioWare Twisted is the best WarioWare. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the one that I played the most as well, but I only but not I played it the most because it was the best one I perceived. And you're talking about the one-word uh, instructions that they give you on the screen, and it's like, yeah. I think that the game would be better if there weren't just instructions at all. I
2: agree, I agree, that's and that's why I, I prefer them. Like, when I played Wario War Twisted the first time, I played whatever the, uh, the Japanese version was called. I imported it from uh, probably national console support. Um, oh, man. And yeah, I had a I had a good time figuring out because it's because the games are weird, right? Like they 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 try to be kind of weird, and and they have a, a sort of bizarre art style, and 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 the uh, the drawings in the games are, are are pretty strange at times. And like to have that, and also be like someone screaming at you in a foreign language, just makes WarioWare so much better. So uh, <laughs> my, I guess my nomination is WarioWare in a language you don't understand.
1: Yeah, I I. I mean I'm sort of okay with putting this on the list because it's it's worth stressing that when I say it's the best WarioWare game I mean the games are so different from the mini games on all the other WarioWare games mm-hmm. where the other WarioWare games it's like here's a scene from Zelda do you remember Zelda look, there's a door in that wall. I guess you're going to go in there. Yay, you win. It's like, that's your five-second challenge is remember Zelda. Remember that you can go indoors in Zelda. And it's like, I actually hate that with a lot of my body. Uh, I, I, I can use large portions of my anatomy to hate that. Uh, whereas WarioWare Twisted is just pretty weird. It's like, mm-hmm. i got to rotate this thing, and there's a lot of fine surgical control, uh, and I like that. Uh, I like little surgical moments. Uh, lately, uh anytime I touch a piece of metal that is anywhere near my television, I get a really strong electric shock. Uh, I got a, so well, strong a shock from touching my Xbox last night that I almost threw up. Uh, no kidding. And uh, I'm actually really scared, and I called the landlord about it. But uh, I'm wondering uh, if... I sort of thought about WarioWare Twisted at that time. I'm like, not even kidding. That's I actually frequently think about that game. I'm like, I like these well, Tim. Yeah?
0: My one word command is
1: place. Place! Oh, man. I would rather. uh, Yeah. Uh, I want to put it under quap because I still think quap is just this big, weird, beautifully unknowable ocean of a thing. I I I
3: also want to put it. I I would well I would put it last because I don't like the WarioWare games very much at all. I kind of like what they're trying to do, but it doesn't work for me. So um, you should
1: you should try a Made in Mario then. Well, Frank,
0: yeah, would maybe you put it above or below a Mind Forever Voyaging?
1: God, I don't know. Um, let's go below just because I
2: like the idea of a Mind Forever Voyaging surviving this list. Very
1: How good. long does the mind voyage in that game though? Uh, I think about forty years. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, anyway
0: practically forever. Tim.
1: Oh, uh, I guess I guess it's gotta be me now, huh? Um well uh I'm gonna go ahead and do a sort of jerky thing. Every Zelda game was nominated. Every Zelda game. And yes. Landstalker. The only Zelda game that was not nominated is I swear to God, the one I was going to uh nominate, and that is The Legend of Zelda Two, The Adventure of Link. Hmm. Uh which uh, I feel that this is the one that best represents the insert credit spirit. Um, after, Especially after playing Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, which is uh, really, really action-y. And uh, has really good, subtle, sublime action. And it even has the hardcore mode that you unlock when you beat it, where you get no health power-ups during the game. Which I really want to play, because that sounds very exciting to me. It sounds something like The Legend <laughs> of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, which is a very very technically difficult, mechanically uh, uh, tuned action game that the levels just so happen to involve puzzles and backtracking. And every level in that game is like a whole Metroid. I don't know if you guys remember this. Uh, Brandon, yeah. have you ever played this one? Nah. Uh, I think this this would be one that might be compatible with your... Uh... Okay, first of all, it's the one that all the kids with NESs in the Hades agreed was the worst
3: Zelda game. I, I do remember that. I I I like I heard that on the schoolyard. <laughs> yeah, so
1: you might have heard it on the schoolyard. I even remember.
0: Uh, yeah, I even remember getting the Ocarina <laughs> of Time strategy guide, and at the beginning there was a feature. That talked about all the old Zelda games. And with Zelda 2, it was like, we don't really talk about Zelda yeah, 2. It's, it's the of black it's... sheep of the family.
1: Yeah, it's the yeah. black sheep of the family, but it's god darned awesome. And here's why you would like it, Brandon it has a huge overworld uh, where there's tons of stuff, and you go into things, and then suddenly you're in a side scrolling uh, stage. And maybe mm-hmm. there's like a heart, or maybe there's a weird NPC. It feels very much like sort of the ambience of a Falcom game. Yes, like, well,
3: I was the, the, the reason that I was sort of thinking, I had already thought that maybe I would try to play it because, you know, I like uh, Legend of Xanadu. And that's exactly what Legend of Xanadu does. It's and true. It's, uh, you know, Falcom. Mm-hmm. I love Starlight the Express. And if I you don't.
2: ever played uh, Battle of Olympus, it's very similar of that.
3: Uh
1: it's yes. it's like it's like yeah. the Famicom Xanadu is actually what that means. Yeah. So it's very much like those games, except and not not to engage in any hero worship here, but with the direct influence of the sublime master craftsman hand of Shigeru Miyamoto on the action. So the action is Super Mario Brothers tuned, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's kinda what makes it better than the falcon and the puzzles man the the dungeons are just these huge psychotic steel trap mechanisms you know it's a very
2: very difficult game
1: yeah it's it's really hard but it's too hard for me i would would say challenging and i would say very rewarding uh it, it also it feels fair too i mean you know the first time you fight an iron knuckle which is the knight guy has a Mm -hmm. shield and swords? The first time you fight one of those guys, you're screaming. Because it's it's like Castlevania times two in terms of difficulty. And you're just like, what is this? You know, how am I supposed to kill this guy? And eventually you do, and you're just like, oh, I get it now. And you can do it. And it's never outside your grasp, and I really like that. And also, it introduced me to the down thrust in a game. I really like uh, where you press down uh, when jumping to attack enemies that are beneath you. And when you finally... Yeah, you bounce a little tiny bit, and it feels way better than Ducktales. Yeah, Ooh. so woohoo! So if I can't put Landstalker on the list, guess what, jerks? That's what I'm putting on there.
0: Thanks. So where for are voting... you putting it?
1: Thanks for voting for Landstalker. What do we have? Six hundred votes for Landstalker. Thanks, thanks for the votes, guys. I li-
2: I like that game a lot because I feel like my favorite unexplored genre is uh, jumping and also being in towns. So, yeah, <laughs> and it's got that. Yeah, um, that's like every game I want to make. Is you can jump and hit stuff, and also you go to towns and talk to
4: people. Castlevania so, uh, 3's get that.
2: It does well two It's got
4: that. You two, 2. yeah, you know. Where whatever. does it go on our
2: list? Um, I would like to put it. God, I I, I really like this game in theory. I I'm I'm kind of thinking
1: above Quop. I'd put it above Quop as well.
3: Okay. But what and uh, between so Quop and Knights? Yeah, that's between war, and, and ni- Okay, as long as it's not above Knights, I'm okay. <laughs> Cool.
0: Okay, Brandon, you get to do the next game.
1: Oh god, I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you got to be got to be thinking on your toes. You're like
0: a Family Feud contestant. You know I it's get... coming, <laughs>
3: but you <laughs> uh potato. Um <laughs> that, that was my Family Feud answer. If, if
0: <laughs> yeah, I got I, I got that. Survey that. says <laughs> ding.
2: <laughs> potato. I can't believe it.
3: He got it with potato. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> all, right, all right. So, all right. What what do y'all think? Should I choose a, a weird one or a regular?
1: Uh, let's make it weird. Sure. Uh, I was I was gonna say regular, but yeah, go ahead.
3: Okay, I like re- I, I do like regular, but choose okay. a weird regular. I'm gonna choose one that all you guys will. N- probably know that I want, because I talk about it all the time, but you probably won't have very many opinions on, which is uh, Asuka 120% Limited for the Saturn. Uh, um, yeah. Which is my favorite 2D fighting game of all time, and I don't even know if I need to explain why I like it, because I explained it so many goddarn times. On the podcast, have you explained it? Have I explained it on the podcast? I don't probably. remember. I'm give, gonna it, give, it, give it a sentence. Maybe at, once.
1: Give it I'm going to it? give it
3: like 30 seconds here, and I'm going to say it is great because uh, inputs yeah. are very simple and consistent across characters, which means if you learn one, you basically understand the rest. Also, in- inputs are very consistent across the world of the game where double tapping in any direction does something. You can double jump. You can double-tap forward to dash, double-tap backward to back dash. Uh, If you're getting wall-slammed, double-tap away from the direction you're getting slammed to recover. If you're getting slammed into the ground, double-tap up. Also, double-tap down uh, with a button is almost always a launch attack, and it just feels very natural. And then... Uh, I think the thing that I like the most about it is the clashing system where if you hit another character at the same time as they hit you, your hits cancel out, and so offense is defense and If you can string together a nice combo of things uh, that will defeat your opponent 's combo, then you win out and you get hit you get the hits in but if you if your combo is to if it ends right when you uh, when you connect then you're going to have too much follow-through and you're only going to get one hit in and they're going to be able to combo you back. And it's very it's got a great cat and mouse kind of uh, game of what, when should I show my true strength kind of thing. And I've seen a whole lot of noobs play it on YouTube, make it look super boring. But if you watch me and Vince play it uh, w- or watch Patrick Miller play it, it's just like every game is down to a sliver of life on both sides and we're playing with... Like, I'm playing with a slow character. Vince is playing with a quick character. and uh, But it's completely... We're completely compatible. And uh, it's great. I, l- I love this game. It's my favorite fighter uh, of all time. Uh, spe- specifically the version for Saturn, because all the other ones are just a fighting game. But the one for Saturn is just masterfully done. And the guys who made it agreed enough that they went on to make a fan disc that they sold at... Uh, Sold at Comic Market, um, that is an actual, like a patch for a Saturn game made in 1997, which is completely unheard of because mm. no, nobody could make games for that thing just on their own. And uh, but, that's, that's uh, my which pitch. Brings I like that brings me to game. the
0: point I want to make about this. Uh, when you Google uh, Asuka 120%, the third result is a uh, forum thread on lostlevels.org. Uh, about uh, trying to find a port of this game
3: it was and uh, it was huh. it was so I it's a crossover
2: who, of worlds <laughs> it was actually
3: I who on I believe frank's forum found a guy who who uh, dumped slash saved the Oscar hundred twenty percent limit over fan disc version because it was it was encoded in a weird old encoding that doesn't exist anymore. It was burned with a program that doesn't exist anymore in an, like a weird ISO format. So this dude had to dig through like six layers of stuff to get this one copy that, that Vincent Diamante had on disk to work so that now anyone can have it. Great. It was oh, that programming ace guy, Frank.
4: Yeah,
1: God, that guy disappeared years ago.
3: We where else does it go? It like was really that? useful at that time.
1: What do you mean, where does it go? We haven't even really... Yeah, well, we... Yeah. Uh, I think the game's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's... It's uh, it's cool. It's the kind of game where it's cool for somebody like Brandon to say it's his favorite fighting game and be able to back it up. Like, it's cool for being that, but... I mean, and, and in the meanwhile, it's cool for somebody like me to say Street Fighter has too many buttons. You know? Like mm-hmm. i mean it really it really does. Yeah, you know? Asuka
3: has two has two, two buttons. Yeah, it just yeah. has
1: two and a half buttons. And uh but all that Asuka one twenty makes me think is it just makes me think about how much better fighting games could be if there were more yes. games like it. Yes. But I feel like the action Again, I uh, this is me divorcing myself from sentimentality, but I feel like the action of Asuka 120%, which I played a lot with my friend Drew in, in Tokyo. We played a ton of that game, and uh, the thing I didn't like about it was, uh, as I brought up the last time we played it, which was at, at uh, indicate remember? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the It's just... It's really user hostile in its presentation. Like, like the backgrounds blink and flash a whole lot in ways that, at, having, having experience now making Video Ball, uh, I'm familiar with all the different types of colorblindness at the moment. I'm sure that there's parts of that game that half the colorblind population would just see as a flat gray screen, and uh, there's just a whole lot of thoughtless presentation happening in the game. That it's like yeah. the guys wanted, the guys were making a cool game for themselves, which is above all my favorite thing when people do that in games, but it's just, I don't know, it's kind of not as good as the fighting game that I'm going to mention later,
3: I think all I want to say. They, I think that they, uh, they would have done a, lot, a, a much better job with that if they had had some money, is my guess. Uh, yeah, the money thing but, is the thing. But they never did uh, have that. So, I don't know, you know, I don't need it to be all the way at the top of the list, but I would like it to be on the list because of how much I like it. Mm-hmm. That makes some sense. Um, because it really, it really is my favorite two D fighter. I have a, I have a favorite three D fighter, which maybe I'll mention later, but we'll see.
1: Oh, three D fights. Thread I hope fight. it's uh, place it for now. I hope it's
3: King of Fighters Maximum Impact too. That's good. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Um, so yeah, where do we place it? I would, okay, I would put it above Co-op myself, but uh, is, yeah, that, un,
1: is that under Zelda: Link to the Past under or Zelda, uh, but above under Co-op. Zelda Adventure of Link?
3: I would allow it to be under Zelda and then above Co-op. How's that? And
1: uh, I like Co-op better. I like Co-op hmm. a lot because Co-op is my weirdness. It's my tasty weirdness.
2: But and and, and again, this one one of those interesting discussion points. Like I want it to be high on the insert credit list. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, how much is of this is what I like versus what I want this list to be? Um. I
1: say you can over op it. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm good with overcropping too. Let's overcrop. All right, let's do it.
1: Yeah, overcrop the bejesus out of it.
0: There it is, Frank. You're up. Okay,
2: um, I'm gonna go with the only uh, notable uh, LucasArts adventure game that didn't make the list, uh, which is Day of the Tentacle somehow. Oh, D-O-T-T. My...
1: D.O.T.T.
2: Yeah, Tentacles. Day of Tentacle. Day of Tentacle is really cool. Day of Tentacle was the sequel to Maniac Mansion. Um, it was the game. it, it was it was basically co authored by uh, Tim Schafer and Dave Grossman, um, who you might know as the uh, head of Double Fine and the design director of Telltale now. Um, so these two guys were sort of working under Ron Gilbert on the two Monkey Island games. Then when Ron left, they the, they sort of kept the team together without Ron and made Day of the Tentacle, which is, uh, of all the LucasArts adventure games, and indeed probably of, of all the sort of classic point-and-click adventure games, this is probably the, the most... Uh, flawless of them, um, and I don't necessarily mean that as like a high, the highest compliment. I mean it in the way that we, uh, Tim, how you and I sort of talked about how Link to the Past is almost too perfect
1: at times. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's sparkly.
2: Yeah, um, Day of the Tentacle sort of strikes me um, in that same way, and it sort of makes sense when you look into the development history because they actually like finished. Uh, uh, on schedule and had no problems or no bugs or anything at the end. It just sort of, everything wrapped together fine, but it's 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 a really neat uh, way of doing an adventure game because you have three characters that you switch between at, at will. One's in the past, one's in the present, one's in the future, and anyone who's in a timeline before the other one can affect his time, you know, the other one's timeline. So, uh, you could do something in the past that, you know, will change both the present and the future, uh, you've got items that you can only send small items to each other because you got to flush them down this time machine toilet and only stuff that fits can go back and forth so it's it's kind of a it's kind of a neat way of doing an adventure game in just a house because it's like there it's it's a small environment but it, there's three different you know variations of each room and uh the puzzles are really clever the animation in that game is phenomenally good it's like like it's it's very Chuck Jones inspired and and almost sort of reaches classic Chuck Jones cartoons and in, in actual animation quality. Um the the art design's really kind of bizarre and angular and 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 kind of cool, uh very colorful. Um the voice acting and the voice directing is is way better than it should be for a nineties adventure game. Um it is not my favorite adventure game, but it's my favorite that wasn't nominated, and uh, and it's uh, it's a pretty darn good game. I like it a lot, and I would put it um, below Quop and above my two choices uh, so far. So number five uh, between Quop and My Forever Void. It's kind of uh, sad that
0: all your picks are shunted to the bottom of the list. It feels like you're <laughs> uh, just just saying, "Oh, don't mind me. I guess my opinions are." Uh... <laughs> yeah
2: I might actually like I, you know what no i'm gonna I'm, I, w- I would put it above quop.
1: is so. my microphone muted I, no, no it, it's not oh no. oh sorry I, I, I interrupted I, you oh oh i oh yeah <laughs> i I just I got interrupted like eight times I wanted to say something uh it's okay okay uh I guess there's nothing else to really say i I played this game and I like it uh I like how it has a neat central puzzle so I would if you want to put it where you want to put it, I think that's a good place to put it. Which is above so. Quap? Or oh, wait, did you say above Quap? I, I I changed. Oh yeah. Oh, above Quap and above your other two games. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd, below I'd Zelda say, two and above Quap. I'd say go ahead, put it in there. Cool. Sure. Wait, uh,
0: where's
1: where's where's Asuka right now?
0: Asuka above is that. above Maniac Mansion now, but below okay. Zelda two. Cool.
1: Not Maniac Mansion. Day of the Tentacle colon the sequel to Maniac Mansion. Yeah.
3: Right. More like Tay of the Dentacle. Pay off the
1: so You got dot and then Coop. Dot talk. Um, is it my <laughs> turn? The, yes, it is. You know I'm, it. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and put a game on here that I know uh I, nobody else is gonna put on, but I I hope you guys all agree that it's a cool one. Uh, it's Luffy 2, which I'm I'm surprised because I mentioned it like a hundred times. Uh, in the course of this year, and nobody voted for it. So that's funny. So let's put it on the list. Lufia 2 is, uh, inst- so games that did get voted for include many of the Dragon Quests, uh, Chrono Trigger, many of the Final Fantasies. Let's go ahead and say Lufia 2 is better than all the Dragon Quests and all the Final Fantasies because you know what? It pretty much is. Uh, <laughs> it has this really snappy, fast battle system. It has incredible Zelda Deep puzzles Uh which I love all the puzzles, it has a plot that is very simple and sweet, and it's about the relationship between a couple of people. I don't want to spoil how many people it's a relationship between, but it feels like a real human interpersonal relationship, which I like. Uh, Very nice small plot that also happens to take place in a giant world full of dungeons and political intrigue, and I mean, kind of soap opera, anime, political intrigue, but Intrigue, nonetheless, and it's just—it's a really big, cool game that uh, has this what I what I like as a really mysterious, dungeony sort of dungeon feeling, where you can delay enemy encounters or avoid them altogether by using traps and arrows, and uh, it's—and then when you do get in a battle, it's over so quickly because the game just processes everything so fast. I, I like all that stuff. It's a good user experience. It's a good story. It's got some neat art. Uh, I just think it's like, the perfect example of the kind of RPG that I would like to play a whole lot of. So, I would put it real high up. Uh, I'd put it... I'd put it over Zelda Link, uh, Adventure of Link, if I had the choice.
2: As is often the case with these lists on this here, uh, program of ours, um, I'm, I'm ranking it based on how interested I am in playing it. And I'm, yeah. uh, I'm extremely interested in
1: playing it, and, uh,
2: I would. Did you say below Zelda and above Asuka?
1: No, I said I'd put I'd put it over Zelda myself. Put it over but... Zelda.
2: Um, you know, I probably would too, based on interest level.
1: It's Brandon. basically the Asuka 120% burning fest of uh, of RPGs.
3: So, um, I mean, again, I haven't played it, so I'm I'm definitely interested in it, but I don't think I would put it above Asuka myself. Uh, Bit, but that's only because I haven't played it. So I don't know wh- if we did put it at ab- ed- put it above it, would it be number three? Yes. Well, the the, the middle. Yeah,
2: no, it would be number.
3: If, if we, we put, put, it, put above it above one.
0: Zelda, it would be number three. If we put it above right. Asuka but below Zelda, it would be number four.
3: Man, this is a weird one because the game that I like it would would no matter what be below the two of the right. Uh I feel so, like we uh, could
0: compromise by putting it just above Osaka and below Zelda Two.
3: I guess I, n- I have no feelings Asuka. about Zelda Two though, so uh, it, that, that that doesn't do nothing for me. Right. Um, I
1: personally think it's better than Zelda Two. I mean,
3: I mean, so I mean, I don't care if it goes above Zelda Two or below Zelda Two. I only care if it goes above Asuka. So okay, so uh, then uh, I so would... I guess since I'm outvoted, then it should go above Zelda Two. Is the answer?
0: Ovid. Uh, But, Brandon, the good news is you get to pick the next game. Tell me you prepared. Pick the next game. I will
3: tell you no such thing. Um, (laughs) Pick the next game. Okay, I'm going to choose another one that's... hmm. Choose a more normal one. You want a normal one?
1: I just chose what I consider to be the most normal of all my Okay, I'm
3: going to choose the 100% most normal. How the heck was this not nominated? Gunstar Heroes. Oh,
1: yeah, that's real weird. Uh, I mean, that's like, on my list as well.
3: I, I That was that was number one, like, you guys aren't paying attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys are of, listening to some other podcast. They must have been listening to a different podcast. Cause God darn Maybe Gunstar everybody heroes.
1: just uh, hates the Dice Maze level. Maybe they hate the Dice Maze the level. The Dice uh, Maze level does kind of ruin the game for me, but I mean, it I does. love the game.
3: It, it, does is, it is
2: the Labyrinth Zone of that game.
3: Yeah. It's like, um, oh, I
2: guess
1: I have to play this if I want to get to the awesome level. Yeah,
3: yeah sometimes sometimes when I'm... Tr- like, if I'm trying to, uh, let's say, single credit the game, I'll go to the Dice Maze first so that I can get past Curry and Rice That first. freaking guy, yeah. Because uh, the Dice Maze is kind of the, the level you want to get out of the way so that you can have the rest of the fun times. So Though there are cool things in the Dice Maze. There, there are cool little little rooms in there that I like. Uh, but as a whole, I, I'm not a big fan of it. But anyway, Gunstar Heroes—that is a uh, top's action game-wise, especially in the 16-bit era, and it's super good. And I don't know if we even need to talk about Gunstar Heroes. It's got
1: good about. shooting. It's got good jumping. It's got good, good frictions. good yes, uh, I, Good. Me- good melee attacks.
3: I love doing the melee in it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a. a it a, a lot. It's got
2: a lot of depth top. to it too,
1: like
3: yeah. mechanical depth. Which Very is, much so. Yeah. It's but it's simple mechanical depth, which is the yeah. kind that I like. It's it's intuitive. It's like oh, I hit jump and I hit jump again, and this is what happened. Oh, I could how can I use this and then you use mm-hmm. it in a bunch of cool ways. It's great. Um, I think that is a really it's it's an excellent game. And except for curry and rice, you always feel like it's your own darn fault if you get hit by stuff. So is it uh, above or below knights? That's. <sighs> That's a tough one for me because Knights, Knights is the experience, and it's mm-hmm. and I love the speed running aspect of it, and I feel like it's if we want to have a real nice platforming game on here, Knights is it. Uh, but as an action game, um, Gunstar Heroes beats it handily. So the question is, do we do we care more about platforming and speed, or do we care more about action? right now
1: i would i wouldn't mind putting gunstar heroes under knights myself i wouldn't
3: either yeah. okay let's do it let's do it
1: because Number gunstar three. heroes has that it does have a boring stage the dice yes. maze and it yes. does have uh also the minecart stage is pretty boring too yeah so it has although the, the
3: boss sequence is kind of interesting yeah, the, but boss not is, the boss is pretty cool it's interesting but, in a very conventional way so yeah yeah i agree yeah, so I would
1: I, I think it's it's not a perfect game. Also the music is I don't care what anybody says, the music is pretty bad
3: in guns. Yeah, state. it is pretty bad. It's got nice sound design, but bad music.
1: Yeah, the explosion sounds, sounds a pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, I like those. But yeah, I think that's cool. Alright, we did it. Frank. Okay,
2: um I want an arcade game on here. And oh, I had two on my list, and I realized they're both kind of similar, so I'm going to go with the more popular choice. Probably the most normal game on my list, Marble Madness is a oh, fantastic Mar- video game. Oh yeah, Marv that's a game. Mad. Yeah, Marble Mad is so good. Uh, our dad made that game.
1: Yeah, our dad, Mark, Mark, uh, in, insert credit, Dad, Cerny. Yes, I
4: like right.
1: that game. I like that game a lot. I would definitely yes. put it at the bottom of our list. Uh, the maybe bottom. Of like, the list. Uh, so far, because it's not oh, as good as any of the other games. I disagree it's, with that. It's one of those games you can play the whole thing in, like, a minute, which is cool. Is it a minute? Which is, or what is I, like- which
2: is what I like about it, but it's also, what I like about it most is that, like, because of the sort of analog nature of it, it's going to yeah. be a different game every time. Like, You can't yeah. consistently get the same score on it. And, like, we actually have a machine in our office, and we play it pretty frequently, and, like, you know, we're all sort of evenly matched, and it just—it's—it's—I it, don't know—it becomes almost a, a sport in that sense with with athletes oh, who, yeah. are, who are who are you know sort of evenly matched, where it's just like, you know, there's almost there's almost like a psychological factor. That's going to come in as far as who's going to actually win. That are you wearing your lucky socks?
1: Absolutely.
2: (laughs) I I I
1: attended Mark Cerny's uh, post mortem of the game. I did too. A couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Well, they call it a post mortem there, and I went there, and he was talking about how uh, it was uh, back back then. They wanted they had a certain turnover time in minutes for. for each game, and there's like they had a target number of minutes that they wanted each player to play the game, and that's why Marble Madness was created. So you'd get to the end of the game, and then it's like, yay, you win! Put your name in there, and uh, you're done. Put another quarter in if you want to play it again. It's not like on an endless loop, right? So you're mm-hmm. playing the game kind of like a like like a jukebox. You know, you listen to your song, and then you know you want another song. Put another quarter in, and it's like I I kind of like that idea for a game. I like the idea of a game being one experience and we're talking about speed runs and stuff I like the idea of a game being one straight through experience and uh, you get to the end and how good did you do you know mm-hmm. here's, here's your numbers I, I've been thinking a lot about that sort of stuff lately so I like that yeah, I like I
3: like, I like that game too uh, I, it's it's the music's stuck in my head right now for example and also, the, the, uh, the
2: one song that's always stuck in everyone's head
3: yeah, the stage 1 music. Um yeah, that one. But, uh, stage 2. But uh what? I guarantee it's stage 2. You're thinking it might right? be stage 2.
2: Yeah.
0: We'll just get uh Blaine Brown to dub it in over here. Yeah. Yeah. So so Tim's
3: yeah, got yeah, I don't, I got don't have anything new to say about it. I don't know about uh, the bottom of
1: the list. I was uh mostly joking, but uh uh yeah, I would put it above the WarioWare. Me too. Because I like I yeah. like the uh, the marble con- the the original controller, uh, I like I like the weird floppiness of it. I yeah. like the surgical floppiness.
2: So that's uh, below a mind forever voyaging above warrior twisted. Yeah. So it's yeah. What?
1: What? and the other kind of... yeah. I'm good. I with wouldn't that. mind putting it above a mind forever voyaging, but I mean I whatever you want either. man. Like let's uh, do that.
3: Okay. Oh, oh, mind forever voyaging. Okay. But Frank really wants that on the list, though. It's your well, party. It's yeah, your party, yeah, brother. List. It's your party, it's a, brother. It's a better game than
2: mine for
1: Voyaging, so it's above it. Okay. It's number nine right now. Tim. Well, I'm going to go ahead and make another boring choice uh, because I figure Brandon's probably not going to mention this one and neither is Frank. Uh, and this is another one of those why isn't this on the list because I feel like we sort of mentioned it enough and I feel like I have personally written about it enough and that is uh, Breath of Fire 5, Dragon Quarter. It's not on the list, is it? No, I look,
0: three I looked and up, four are on the list, but five is not.
1: It's kind of amazing that 3 and 4 are on the list and 5 isn't, because 5 is definitely the best one. Right? Uh, I like Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter. For the uninitiated, it is an RPG that is uh, about 10 hours long, and it is about, uh, you're a police officer who lives thousands of meters beneath the Earth's crust, uh, post-apocalypse, and uh, every environment in the game is terrible and depressing, and it's all steel staircases and stone walls, and you meet this fairy girl with wings and your partner tries to kill her and you betray your partner and now it's uh, you're, you've got this girl on your hands and some bounty hunter who uh, wants to also defend the girl and it's like, let's go to the surface of the earth and see what sort of apocalypse really happened. So you're running from uh, the fantasy cops in the science fiction underground for the duration of the game. And at some point very early, you realize you can turn into a dragon. <laughs> and turning into a dragon kills you if you do it too much. And if you do it, if you let it kill you, uh, it deletes your whole game save file. And you have to start over. But uh, there is th- this game does cause uh, hesitation in certain more obsessive people. Uh, they, they don't want to play it because they're afraid of the whole get your stuff deleted thing. And I understand that, but the game is balanced to a point where you would have to be a complete idiot to use all of the power. You'd have to be a complete moron. To let the dragon thing kill you. So uh, I think it's novel and it's neat that for like I would give it best game ever status simply because it has a, a number on the screen at all times telling you what percentage uh, insane dead you are due to your dragon power. <laughs> Every time you use it, the meter ticks up and it just it stays on the screen at all times except in cutscenes. It's like it's just staring you in the face even when you're walking around a town. I love that. I really, really love that. It's psychological. It's it's almost German to a point, you know. And I really kind
0: of interesting because usually you're a proponent of keeping numbers off the screen.
1: Yeah, this is my favorite on-screen number in the history of video games. I would have to say, it's just it's it's so interesting that it's always there. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, the battle system is fantastic. It's kind of a uh, a uh, a predecessor to games like Valkyria Chronicles, where you use a level design as uh, battle obstacles and you're laying traps and you're just moving your little three characters around and you have these little micro strategy duels. Love that game. Great game. Uh, and then when you die, you can start the whole game over with the stats you collected if that is helpful, but you don't really need to do that. It's not necessary to full enjoyment of the game. I love it. Big money, big prizes. I love it. The end.
2: So I'm probably
3: going to have to default to your placement here. So where is it? Yeah, I haven't I haven't played it either, so there you go. I mean, I don't know. I totally
1: thought that we would have all played this game by now, but uh man, Brandon, I'm gonna tell you what, I think you'd like it.
3: I know you've you've said that to me a lot of times. It just you know it's like You know uh, you
1: know what you would really like about it is it's got that Yasunori Mitsuda music
3: in it. Yeah, I and, like that biz. Uh, it's got Yasunori
1: Mitsuda one of the and anti Toshi Moto.
3: It's yeah. not on a it's not on an easily playable cons I mean I guess I spend more time sitting at home playing video games than I than I did before uh but yeah I just I'm used to not doing that so anything that's on a that's an RPG that's on a home console seems unlikely for me to play if it takes more than 10 hours it's uh you know <clears throat> anyway
1: yeah Where I, uh, do you
3: want to put it on the list?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh I love Luffy 2 so much and how boisterous and fun and joyful it is, and Dragon Quarter is like the opposite of that, because it's really dark, and I figured somebody who owns as many metal t-shirts as you, Brandon, would uh, probably <laughs> have played this game a million times. I know you're going to like it if you ever get around to playing it. Yeah. Uh, not to not to tell you what you think about something, but uh, man, it's just so weird and hard and challenging and bizarre, and I feel like it's probably more of an insert credit game than Luffy 2, but we could make the choice to say Lufia 2 is better, because it's just... I'm more interested
2: in Lufia 2.
1: Okay, if you're more interested, which one would you be more interested in of these two,
3: Brandon? Um, hmm, I'm not sure. I think I'm about equally interested in the both of them, but for totally different reasons, so.
1: Like, does it interest you to know that Dragon Quarter uses the same language as Panzer Dragon's Vi?
3: Uh, Moderately, yes.
1: Yeah, and also it it is it is uh one of the most absolutely atmospheric video games I've ever played. Also,
3: I've it just got not... this don't trust Capcom thing. That well, here's
1: been... here's what you should know about this. Uh, it was a game so good, Capcom vowed to never make a Breath of Fire game ever again because they hated it so much. <laughs> so, like, think of it that way. That anyway, is
3: relatively convincing.
1: I'm trying to think of why it should go where it should go and I just I don't really know. I'm I'm paralyzed. Jaffe, what do you think?
0: I'd be more interested in playing Luffy 2 to be 100%. Okay, right, under Let's Lufia
1: let's, let's put it under Luffy 2 then. I would say put it like well, I mean in case you didn't get what I'm driving at, I think it should be next to Luffy
3: 2 yeah, but, I got he, that. but but below it. What what does, uh what does that put it on the list?
0: That puts it at number 1 2 3 4 5.
3: And what's below it? Zelda 2. Hmm. Okay. Z-
0: yeah.
1: We can All we right. can always mess with the list later. Yeah, can, okay. Exactly. We can jag around with the list at the end.
0: Brandon, it's your turn.
3: Yep. So it's it's hard. I'm getting into the territory where it's really hard for me to decide what I what do I really want to put forward here. Um and there's some games I guess I'm gonna put something that is going in a direction that I want modern games to go, instead of instead of something that I like, that is definitely situated in the past. So I'm going to choose Phantom Dust, um, which is the Panzer Dragoon creators' uh, 3D action RPG for the for the original Xbox. Um, it's got a really interesting magic system, it's got destructible environments, and it also has a super well-realized universe where everything that happens in the game is related to the story and what the story is doing. Even though the story is kind of dumb to some extent, the fact that they, they put it all in there and made it all make sense, like the the, the, the way that the camera moves through the environment is related to the story and the way that the music plays is related to the story. It's all it's very, it's kind of a guided in a way um, experiential narrative which I really like and if I were to make an online game about like player versus player kind of stuff it would definitely be Pointing in this direction, it was it was before these MOBAs came out, but it has some similar concepts to it. Uh, well in advance, it also looks great and it sounds great. So, Phantom Dust. Uh, do, are we are we missing Tim by the way?
1: No, I just muted my microphone for a minute.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, so that's what I have to say about Phantom Dust. Um, if I you know, uh, I can say some stuff about it. Yeah, if you want. to. I,
1: I have some experience playing this game and uh, I enjoy it a whole lot and I enjoy that it is a game by uh, by quote-unquote Panzer Dragoon guy that is yeah. not just a Panzer Dragoon rip-off where he's ripping himself off which is what yes. everybody seems to want him to do. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, I, I, I too like the look of the game. I like the weirdness of the environments and all that. And I think it's a really good solid game. If a tiny bit over-designed there's like a tiny bit too much stuff in there,
3: it. There's a there's a learning curve that I don't like. It's the learning curve is a bit steep, and uh, I I think that that's that is a problem with the game because he he did he did he figured out this mechanic and thought it would be great, and it was, but he didn't figure out all the way how to insert a human play experience into it. Um, yeah,
1: it's it's got a heck of a. Uh, Got a heck of an experience, uh, just sort of in there somewhere, but you're gonna have to dig around to find it.
3: I, I, I still, really like
1: it. Yeah, I, I really like it as well. But uh, how much do I really like it?
3: So I I like it, I like it enough that I would I would put it above. I mean, I I'm more I, I, I don't know if how how y'all feel about this, but I'm more interested in playing through. Uh, Phantom Dust again than I am in playing through any of the games on the list I haven't played yet. Um,
1: Well, that's that's uh, not really a uh, a good metric because you've already played it. Well,
2: okay, here here, like I I haven't played (laughs) Lufia 2 or Breath of Fire 5 or Phantom Dust. Yeah, and and if we're going by like interest level, mine is uh, below Lufia 2 and, and Breath of Fire 5.
3: Yeah. So well, Tim's I, a little more convincing with his uh, with his arguments about why he he likes the games that he likes. Um, maybe, but like, I'm
2: gonna. Well, it, but it's also because I hadn't really heard of Phantom Dust
1: very much before. And also uh, because me and Frank were we're talking about locking ourselves in my house and playing through all of luffy 2. Yeah. At some point see, one the of European the League.
3: one of the problems with Phantom Dust is that it was a very late Xbox original Xbox game, and it was released by Majesco to no fanfare the mattress and company basically nobody played it <laughs> and it was it was kind of really hard to play it for a long time because unless you were an idiot that had an Xbox you know you weren't gonna be able to play it until they patched support into the 360 I think the number of people that were thinking even thinking about playing Phantom dust was extremely low so that's why people haven't talked about it, which is really too bad, because it it is really excellent. Um, I
1: want to say that I I have just added it to my eBay cart, because it is backward compatible with the 360. It is. I'm going
3: to say there are
0: maybe 200 people on Earth right now who could honestly tell you the difference between Phantom Dust and Phantom Brave.
3: That's probably true. 200. No. Yeah, it's got to be more than that. It's probably a few thousand. Uh, But it's it's still too low of a number, and and man, Phantom Dust is is great, but uh, I, I can be outvoted. I could I could put it below those other games, but um, I mean, we
1: know. we we are putting uh, let's let's make no bones about it. We are putting Panzer Dragons VI at the top so far. Yes, no, I I, I know. So and this the this voice of dark weirdness is still uh, is is definitely heard. On I know.
3: This list. I'm just. I guess I'm. Uh, uh, I feel like I'm going to let you get away with having two games on the list that I've never played, but I don't want my game that... I that, that, Okay, well, it's, in I it, it, it's in between. I don't want it be, to be too low on that list. Right. It's let's in put between it in, movie in movie between Lufia and Breath. breath.
1: Yes. Okay, let's put it in between those two, because okay. I, I like... I actually like the action of it uh, me too. enough that I would say let's put it there. Uh, I, I just want to say, I don't know when else I'll get the chance to say this on the podcast, that... Uh, what the game kind of showed me was that uh, Panzer Dragoon's Vise uh, action was not. I mean, Panther Dragoon's Vise action is not perfect. I'm I'm gonna admit it's it's like it could be a little sharper and harder, and there mm-hmm. could be a little bit. I, I it, Phantom Dust proved to me that that was not really an accident; that they did yeah. make it like that on purpose. Yeah. And that's that's the only thing I don't like about Phantom Dust. It's like, oh man, they really. Didn't want to make a perfect action game ever, and that's yeah. And successful. I think
3: that's probably why I like it a lot because I you you like the the, revol- the looseness of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I actually I like the looseness. Did, did you say the technical frivolity? Is that the phrase you used, or did I just I, hear the I, thing?
3: I don't know if I did. That sounds fun, but I don't know if I if I use that.
1: Let's go ahead and just say it has good, the technical frivolity of it. It uh, yeah. makes, make, makes it interesting, yes. but also keeps it from being the best game of all time. Sure. Meanwhile, for Panzer Dragons Spy, why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not just say the opposite thing about it? Yeah. All, all right. right. All right. Let's go. Frank.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to be quick because uh, doing the math, um, at the rate we're going, this is going to be about four hours long. So <laughs> I'm going to be very fast here. Um, this is an NES game, uh, one of my favorites that never gets talked about, Euphoria the Saga. Euphoria is a Sunsoft made, and like when I say Sunsoft made, I mean like the guys you think of when you think of Sunsoft, the sort of like Fester's Quest, Batman, Gremlins 2, Journey to Silly, is Blaster Master guys. This is this is a sort of Metroidy game that they made uh, for the NES. It's very late era, like '92. Uh, NES game that's uh, it's to me just a perfect little Metroid game because it's about three hours long if you know what you're doing. Um, you uh, switch between four characters as opposed to just upgrading yourself. Each of them has a uh, unique abilities. One can like swim. One can one can walk on ice. Um, one like jumps better. I think one floats. Um, and uh, the graphics in this game are among the best on the system. As is the music. Um, and it's just one of them delightful little three-hour games that you can play once a year and have fun with. And I would put it... Um, God, uh, this is rough. Because <laughs> I really like this game, but it's like kind of a weird one. I, I guess I'd put it uh, between Day of the Tentacle and co right now. Is have it.
1: I would agree um, with that placement. I've played this game. Uh, where in, I've played the Japanese version, of course, in the Superior yeah. Nihongo, where it is called Hebereke in Japanese. And uh, I actually owned the Journey to Silius or Rough World, Rough World, as it's called in Japanese. I, I owned the the two pack. There was Journey to Silius and Euphoria: The Saga on one package for the PlayStation. Uh, and it was a really neat thing to own. And it it I don't know how I got it. I got it. At, well, I got it at Sony, but uh, they were just emptying out a bunch of games. It was a neat thing to have. I actually like this game. I, I never finished it, but I played a bunch of it, and I was like, I've got to play this someday. And it's worth noting that uh, I had a long email conversation once with uh, Daisuke Pixel Amaya, the maker of Cave Story, and we talked about games that we liked on the NES, and he said that Heberike is one of his five favorite games of all time. So I feel like I've that's had, a cool yeah. Yeah, feel it's like a, it's a
2: very I, pixely game,
3: it's true.
1: I feel like it's it's good to put on the list because of that and also cuz it's pretty cool. Have you ever played this one, Brandon?
3: I never have. Uh the only thing that can I mean, I'm interested especially with the 4-hourness of it, but the one thing that concerns me is like the the reason I like Valis one of the reasons I like Valis 3 more than Valis 4 is because I don't like switching between characters, I like having one character that does different things. But uh, still, I'm interested in this game, and I'm I agree with its placement. Cool. Okay. I,
1: want, I wonder if these are uh, uh, on the uh, Japanese PlayStation. I wonder if the, the the Sunsoft series is on the Japanese PlayStation store uh, for downloadable PS One games.
2: Oh, and if it is, you could play uh, Gimmick as well.
1: Yeah, Gimmick is uh, was on there as well. Yeah. I'd play that again. But yeah. Oh wait, am I next? Yes you You're are next. Alright, so I guess I'm gonna do one real fast. Uh well I'm gonna do another Normie one uh that I feel like should have been on the list. Uh Sonic and Knuckles is the best Sonic the Hedgehog game that it we is can on talk there. about. Is it? That's no, right. Yeah. Yeah. So Sonic Sonic and Knuckle Sonic three plus Knuckles is on there. Correct. Which uh is uh, is the jerk. I swear it was on that <laughs> I, I looked it over, I looked at the list I, over I like ten times. Yep, uh, I think Sonic and Knuckles is the best Sonic the Hedgehog game. Let's take a look one more time at Jaffe's list. Did anybody vote for just Sonic and Knuckles? No. Sonic 3 and Knuckles is on there. So I think it's actually the best Sonic game. I like that it doesn't have save files, and I like that it's really hard, and I like how just they never had the action of a side-scrolling Sonic game as fine-tuned as they did in that one. It's really snappy, and the movements all feel good, and the jumping feels good, and the level designs actually have like thoughtful decisions in them. There's, not as There's some sequences where you can get up a bunch of speed and run real fast and feel real good and uh, get real hard or whatever it is the kids like to do with Sonic, <laughs> but uh, you have to kind of work. Every once in a while, there are these little bottlenecks where you have to work to get to that, and you can gracefully work through the little bottlenecks and feel like a god darn orchestra conductor and the game is just balls out hard uh, at least as far as the sonic game goes you've got these permadeath not permadeath but these deadly pits just one stage in you know and you're you're on an airship in the flying battery zone like it's just and it just gets hard and it's like i feel like a lot of people haven't even seen most of the game and i like that about a sonic game it's uh... It's not handholdy holdy or as breezy as the other ones. So I would love to put it on the list. Do it. I so, like that game. Um,
2: I like it, too. I, I disagree with it being... Well, God, it's it's really rough, because I, I can't think of it as its own game, even though it was released that way. I just think of it as... You the know, thing the, you
1: plug other games into.
2: Well, the thing the, the second half of Sonic 3 is what I think of it as. Like, yeah. I think of it as Episode 2 of Sonic 3. Um, but that said, I think I do agree with you that uh, it's probably got the best levels of a... It It is the final Sonic game,
4: right? Yeah, like it's, it's it's the last it's the best, one they ever
2: made, yeah. Yeah, so thank God they didn't keep going with that. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. It I has would, the,
1: it is some of the best 2D platform level designs ever made in any game ever. So that's I, one. I kind of want to
2: break up our cluster of three RPGs with this one.
1: Where do you want to put it then? Where would you put
2: Some, it? Somewhere four, five, and six. Somewhere between Lufia Two, Phantom Dust, and Breath of Fire Five. Um, I would put it uh, right below Phantom Dust, personally. I put it at number six. I Brandon
1: think that's good. Okay with that, what do you think, B-Randon?
3: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Cool. Wahoo! Okay, now I gotta choose a thing. Um, yep. It's I'm having a real hard time Just... with my list now. How many? How many more do we have to go here? Uh,
0: you have to choose two more, Brandon.
3: Oh, my God. This this uh, list this one is just... Another one. This list is all hits right here. It's <laughs> <laughs> I
2: only have bring, weird stuff left, so that's okay.
3: Bring it's, one of the hits, bro. One of the hits. Okay, it's... Oh, God, I don't know. We don't have a game... No, we do have one game like this on the list. Okay, I'm going to choose a game of a type which we do not have on the list. I'm going to choose Ghost in the Shell for the PlayStation 1.
1: Whoa! Nice! My next um, choice was Ghost in the Shell for the PlayStation 2! Whoa! Well, <laughs> Man, <laughs> but I, I don't want to put both of them on the list. I'd rather they fight. Well, to the you know, do
3: we come to an executive decision? I mean, so I, I'm i going to say... Have you we played
1: Standalone Complex for PS2?
3: I've only played it a bit, and I think that... it. Yes, I know, sorry. I think that uh, I like what Ghost in the Shell... For PlayStation One, does better than what Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex does because it's what Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex does is similar to other things that cavea winds up doing, and uh, and Ghost in the Shell for PlayStation One is a kind of a game that like Jumping Flash kind of did, but no other game really did where you can. So just- wait,
1: Brandon, when you when you say I'm just sorry to interrupt you, when you say Ghost in the Shell, you you mean you mean you mean Kokaku Kidotai, right? I do. Okay, just making sure that that's what you meant <laughs> cuz uh, I only I I I am only passingly familiar with game titles that are not in superior Nihongo. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand.
3: I understand. I'm all... <laughs> um So I mean, do do you feel strongly enough that Ghost in the Shell PS uh, standalone complex should be on there instead of the PS1 game?
1: I, I'm gonna go ahead and say we can put the the PS1 game on there instead because it's weirder. Okay. Yeah, and, it is uh, weirder. I feel like we've talked about standalone complex like kind yeah. of a little bit on the show yeah. before, so why not not talk about it this when time? Whenever Kavya comes
3: gonna, up, really, I'm gonna give it a real. I'm gonna give it a real quick rundown, which is this was a fantastically designed 3D action platformer before pl- the PlayStation had dual analog. They managed to make it work super well in spite of that, or in fact because of that, and uh, you can climb around on any, and on every surface. It doesn't get confusing. It's got great level design, and uh, blowing stuff up feels really good. You're just rolling around in the Tachikoma. It has pretty fun music, and... Oh yeah, real I good just, music. It's sort of like if you were... If, if, if Tempest were 3D and had some balls, like if Tempest were 3D and not in a tube uh and and were evolved like to its final Pokemon form, that's where it would get to.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with all of that. Uh I like jumping flash myself. Uh yes. I, I like jumping flash, I like jumping flash too, but there's something missing from them. Uh I like how it just balls out uh, ecstatic Ghost in the Shell is to be a 3D game. It's yeah, like it loves really, it. it's really glad that 3D is a thing they can do. It's, yeah. I imagine a bunch of people sitting around just shrieking at their computers at how at how funny <laughs> it was to make that game. So yeah. I I admire that a lot. I like the weird bubbly music it's got. Uh, yeah. I like that it's tied into a Japanese anime, uh, which I enjoy. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've played the Japanese version in the Nihongo, and it's actually very rare in Japan, but uh, I, I was a tough dude, and I had it. And I, I like that it's got all those Japanese voices. Get got that Akio Otsuka in there.
3: Yep, uh, and I like the controls, I'm going to say. I really like the controls. So I actually had
1: Descent in my list as well, and I'm going yeah, to I'm going <laughs> to knock Descent and Ghost in the Shell standalone complex off of my own enormous list and just say, sure, let's put Ghost in the Shell PS1 on All right.
3: there. Where? LDI. Where do we put it?
1: Well, I say we should put it below the game that I'm going to bring up when we come back. Uh, okay. When we come back around to me. But uh, let's just find out where that might be.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's,
1: wow. let's, let's find out where that might be first.
3: E, so I want to put it... <sighs> What's where... below Gunstar Heroes?
0: Currently below Gunstar Heroes is Lufia 2.
3: Oh, Luftoof. Um, above or below Lufia 2, maybe. Luftoofen. Is that too high? That seems that's really maybe high. too high. Yeah, that's number four
0: on the list. <laughs> well, I mean,
3: I, I think high. it's really good. It's like really okay, but better um, than we, Sonic
2: and Knuckles and Zelda 2. Okay, it's
3: not better than Sonic and Knuckles. I think it's better than Zelda 2, even though I haven't played it. Toolda. Toolda.
1: Zelda. How
0: about between Sonic and Knuckles and Phantom Dust?
3: Sonic, okay. and Sonic and Nantum Dust. That's fine. That's fine with me. Yeah, so above
0: Sonic and Knuckles? No, below Sonic and Knuckles.
3: Below. Oh, I thought below Phantom Sonic Dust and Knuckles, too. above Phantom Dust.
2: I thought Phantom Dust was above Sonic and Knuckles. I got like, my list wrong then.
3: Okay. Okay, I think that's good. I think that all yeah. sounds good. Oh, yeah, you good. know like what? It? I thought it was above it too. I think yeah, Sonic I have, I have I think Phantom
2: Dust, I Dust at number five and Sonic and Knuckles at number six.
3: All right. I'll move yeah, my I think that's there. accurate, and let's put let's put this below Sonic and Knuckles at number seven or whatever that means. Yeah, so okay.
2: b- b- between Sonic and Knuckles and Breath of Fire. Okay, 5.
3: Just gonna... I just want to say
1: for the record right now that Sonic and Knuckles is my favorite S and K game. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> oh God, yeah. that's like the worst joke I've ever made. It, I liked it though. I <laughs> yeah. enjoyed it. I that had a good a... time.
0: Now it's Frank's turn. Yeah, Frank.
2: Oh, okay. Um I'm going to not talk about another RPG. I'm going to You know what? Okay. Like no one's going to agree with me that I'm going to I'm going to talk about it anyway cuz it's one of my favorite games. I don't you know do which one you to want. pick, but uh one of the three games in the Oendan slash Elite Beat Agents series. Oh, no! Oh, yeah, I don't like this.
3: <laughs> I, <laughs> so I, I know you love, love them, these games. So it should be on the list. I, I
2: adore these games. I have probably put more... Uh, in terms of games that aren't, like, a long story-driven experience, I've probably put more time into uh, the original Oendan than any other game. Um, like, something about this game really got me. And and I feel like I should go on this long soul-searching journey to figure out what it was, but, like, something... And for those who haven't played this game, it's a rhythm game on the DS uh, where you're tapping circles in time to a rhythm and or dragging and sliding, and that's it. Um, but it's got this uh, really funny art style. Um, the, the plot of the game to me was hilarious, but, you know, the, the thought of, of them there being uh, uh, male cheerleaders... Dressed in like these weird, almost superhero uniforms, was new to me when I played it. But I guess it's kind of normal in Japan, right? To have to have uh, the Oendan. But uh, this is a game where you're uh, you're you're not really like accomplishing things. You're more just cheering people on to accomplish them. Um, yeah. which I find really appealing. Uh, so it, it, there's a lot of, and as you go through the games, they get weirder and weirder. So you start with like sort of helping a kid with his homework, and then like. You're, like there's one where you're helping a kid not like like pee his bed in his dreams. Like you're in his dreams sharing him. I meet. remember that one. <laughs> uh, and and it just like it, it goes on from there. There's one where it's like uh, you cheer these guys into building a, a robot to fight this giant cat that's come to town. Um, and Santa you know, cat like, is coming to town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's checking
0: his dumps
1: twice. It's Satan um, Satan cat is coming to town. <laughs> Let's not uh, make
0: callbacks to things that happened before the show.
1: Oh, that was before the show. I apologize. Uh, Before the show is still good enough.
2: Listeners Uh, have missed something fantastically funny. But like, but all that story stuff aside, which I really like, the, the, this is the only rhythm game I've ever liked. And I don't know why. I think it's in the level. I can sort of
1: explain why.
2: Maybe you can. Let's hear it. Uh,
1: Well, okay. So, again, as I mentioned uh, earlier on the show, I'm able to divorce uh, sentimentality from my assessment of games. And, therefore, I can say that what the Oendon games, even though I hate them, uh, they are Parappa the Rapper with good game design. Parappa Mm -hmm. the Rapper is no game design whatsoever. It's, uh, it is a huge accident that it managed to be even playable at all, right? No offense to it. I think it's a neat product. It's a cute little thing. But it's a huge accident that, even ma- it, ma- it, you know, that it even managed to be a game at all. And Oendon is like, heck yeah, uh, it just all works, and it's all sort of fun. And there's all uh, – I heard your iPhone make a sound. It's, uh, I
2: should mute that.
1: <laughs> so Oendon just kind of works on purpose, which is neat cuz uh and all the little stuff you have to do during the levels where you like got to tap on things and eventually you have to tap and hold on a thing that's moving yeah. and you are you are obscuring the screen and you're not really able to see what you're what's happening and it's on a handheld so it's like other players can't even really see what you're doing uh it,
2: which is which is a sloppy thing you didn't like i remember that from yeah there's from
1: just, your reviewers or, or, uh, on insert credit maybe, of the of the yeah, first I did. game yeah oh man i did review it on insert credit yeah, yeah. so um there's there's that little stuff, but yeah, it's it's a rhythm game that is story driven, and we've all let's face it, all of us have uh, directed music videos in our head while listening to a song at some point in our life, right? Sure. Yeah. Is this normal? Is this yes. is, is this is this normal even for Brandon? Or is Brandon not paying attention? No,
3: I I do not do that.
1: You I haven't ever right, like you haven't ever thought of stuff happening while uh, I guess not. Never currently.
2: listened to a music and like
1: like a world just kind of came alive,
2: and that you you have no joy in your life. When I was a teenager, I, it would I, always I really involve
3: the No, I like the music as it. I, I don't actually do that. I don't know. I guess that's weird.
2: Um, but something I will say about this game that's really
3: unfortunate about it is that,
2: um, at least for for me and probably other people who really enjoy it, it doesn't really start until you get to the hardest difficulty.
1: Like, yeah, like,
2: like you have to kind of slog through it in order to get to the real game, which is cool. I like that, but it's it's also sort of a fault uh, for the game. But, like, okay, so my personal placement uh, would be below Gunstar Heroes. I'd put this at number four. And Ooh. if it had to be one game of the three, because I, I just consider them all just... The same game. It would be Wind uh, and Two is the best one. It was the last one released, and it was uh, the best designed one. Just the I, I guess you'd call them levels, but I think the level design in those games, uh, especially at the harder difficulty, is just it's amazing. It's so it's it's just it's just really uh, appealing in in a in a very I don't know like a, like a almost Miyamoto way. You just feel really good
3: when you play it. Except, Except for, for me, because I don't like it at all. Yeah, I know this is a
0: drastic leap because Brandon and Tim both don't like this game, but I feel like we well, should have my place one Frank game in the top five. Keith, one probably Frank we game.
1: should. Did, would you want this to be it?
0: Well, uh,
2: forgive, my,
1: forgive
2: my top game right now is uh, number 10 with Day of the Tentacle. Oh! <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: so, 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 I'm not like all of my games are on the bottom right now. Yeah, like literally, so they're just all kind of Except for, for Quop, except for Quop, all of my games are on the
3: bottom of the list right now.
2: Yeah. Well, that's not one of your
3: games, technically, Quop. I said except well, no, QWAP, for Quop. Quop is on the bottom. He means. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see, I see. If I you take Quop out, then literally all my games are on the bottom I list right. right now. Okay. It's too bad that it has to be this one instead of one of your other games. <laughs> I will happily switch it. With, Can we uh, switch the placement
0: of? I would switch it with Dave. Day of the Tentacle. Can we graduate that a
3: bunch of places? I'm, I'm, I'm cool with Day Pixar? of the Tentacle being the one that's up there.
0: Okay, <laughs> and, we're put, of, and we're uh, gonna not, put uh, Oendon Oendon two and we're gonna put a window two at number between ten. Oscar or, and Victoria.
2: Yeah. So I guess I okay. make it number
0: eleven. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, Tim, this is your last game before we... Oh, yeah,
1: because to... you're giving me less games than you gave everybody else? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Um, well, there's there's a couple that I have here that, that I feel like were kind of obvious ones.
3: Yeah, it's, it's hard. Like, it's hard to so choose.
1: The, I'm just going to mention a couple of them, and then I'm going to decide on one of them. I'm just going to mention okay. these because... I realized our. I thought the format of the show was we were each gonna have ten games.
0: That's what that I was led to. Fifty understand. hours, Tim. Yeah, but no, that's also would, what you would,
1: told us we were doing. Yeah, so it would. It, it would take like an extra. <laughs> it would take like an extra half an hour probably because then it would just be a couple more games per person. But uh, if mean, especially, but so I'm just gonna bring up a couple of the games that I have on my list that uh we didn't get around to mentioning, and there's just a couple that I think Lost Vikings is a really good game. Hold on,
0: Tim. We will get to those games in another in uh, the second round of this list. So.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So I just have to pick one. Yeah. I was hoping Frank would have picked Super Mario Brothers, but he didn't.
2: Well, it's it's. I still had another turn, but okay.
1: What, what was that? Was that <laughs> was that the one you were gonna pick?
2: Uh, it was, I I'm, I'm, I hadn't decided completely, but yes, that was going to be like, one of the two I was thinking of.
1: I mean, because that's the only Mario game that did not get voted for. You and, know, it uh, was going
2: to be mine, but I got something else. That you can go. Well, do you have anything else? Cause, like, that is I, do, I, do have, I do have
1: one more that yeah, I wanted to... I'm, I'm going to talk about I, Mario. So the one that I said it. I wanted, because uh, I totally thought you would have mentioned that like first. But I thought no. that you would have seen it, because we were talking I'm, I'm going to do it last. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say... Get ready for that, guys. Here's my my jerk entry. Also, I'm sad that Pac-Man Championship Edition isn't on the list, but whatever. Uh, I'm going to put Gears of War 2 on there, because Gears of War 2 is the game that I said I would like to put above Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Gears of War 2 is a huge, stupid first-person shooter, but it's third-person shooter, that is just... uh, It's basically like a Zelda game but it's in that it's like an entertainment product where you're kind of enjoying being in this dumb world. But it's really fast-paced, and it has some really excellent level designs. And uh, every battle feels like you're playing a whole Super Bowl against some dudes. And the guns all feel real good. And uh, if you headshot dudes with a pistol, Marcus Phoenix says, Nice. And you can make him say that like over and over again, but just headshotting, hundred dudes and it's everything in the game is just every every pull of the trigger is an orchestra you know just kind of being like heck
3: yeah you know good
1: job man heck yeah bro
3: you know yeah so I was I I didn't put that on my list because I reckoned Tim was gonna put it on there and I put uh, a game that I will not bring up instead I, I, I put halo 2 but um uh, uh, Halo two's all right while i while i agree i'm well would i put it above i'm trying to think about whether i would actually put it above i'm away for these nazes oh, um okay um would i put it above or below ghost in the shell i mean i guess it's it's more of a game but it's also it's less tight it's a lot looser and usually that would be better for me but in this case I there's like the There's some tightness less. in there, man. There's some oh, tightness. No, I know there's a lot. I'm, I'm aware. I mean, I've, I've beaten that game a couple of times. Have uh, you
1: played it uh, two-player?
3: Yes, of course.
1: The <laughs> um, two-player the best.
3: I, in fact, wrote an article about how uh, expertly that game had reignited the two-player same-screen experience. Um they, because it's it's like that old feeling of playing stupid Double Dragon two with a with a sibling or something like that, where you, you're just like helping each other out of a really difficult situation in a way that feels cool, and I liked that.
1: Um, yeah, I feel like it's real smart about that stuff.
3: It is very smart about that stuff. So I don't know. Uh, I like I. I feel like I like. Uh, I feel like Ghost in the Shell is more of an insert credit game than Gears of War. I agree. But it also, but so I would. I would like to put it just below Ghost in the Shell, if that's okay. Hmm. It does deserve to be on the list, though. Yeah, I, I mean, Yeah,
1: I, I'm kind of impressed that nobody, none of the listeners voted for it.
3: Like I I thought- I'm surprised that nobody voted for Halo 2. But yeah, they did vote for regular Halo, but I mean, I like Halo 2 better. I like you I know. actually like Halo 3 better than Halo right.
0: 2. Right. I and I always thought that's... Halo 2 was the Halo game people didn't like.
3: More like no, Halo. Halo. 2 Halo yeah. 2 has a has a really excellent single player uh, campaign. In my opinion, it's the best when single player campaign. It
1: has a good single player campaign for playing two players. Yes, they, precisely for, for co-op. I think Halo 3's co-op campaign is also really good. Uh, but I didn't,
3: it, I didn't find it as engaging. But anyway, we're not talking about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think Gears of War two is just it. Even Gears of War two even has some quiet moments, some story moments, and I think as far as the modern triple A video game goes, it's the perfect uh, representation of you know what what can actually be satisfying uh, in terms of satisfactions per minute. The game is just
3: no, loaded I with, with them.
1: yeah. I think it's just god darn. It's got loaded. a high SPM rate. Yeah, it's, I think, even more so than Uncharted 2, which uh, I would not mm. want to put on this list.
3: No, more like Uncharted. Yikes. More like more like Uncharted
1: on our chart.
0: That's right. <laughs> it's Uncharted because didn't make our list.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, Brandon, what's what you your wanna, last game for this you round? You want to put, wait, so you want to put Gears below Ghost?
0: I want to yeah. put it below Ghost. That is oh, the bo- old proverb, Gears I before I want to
1: put it in Boga Ghost. Oh, no. Post-Ghost? Ian, po, Ian 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 Pogost Post Ghost. Oh, so where do you, where would you put it, Frank? If you had to make uh, a choice, which you what you do.
2: Um, same
1: actually. I'm good with that. You want to put it below Ghost in the Shell?
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, go for it. Let's let's go for it then.
3: Brandon. Okay. So is this my last game period, or what's this round two this thing? This is your two. Has game a really good Then we're going to
1: do something else.
0: After okay.
3: Oh Make god, this is so it's so hard because there's so many things that I want to put on here. So many things. Should I should I okay, I guess I won't list them. No.
0: Uh, You'll get to do that later.
3: God, okay, we don't have one of these so Thunder Force four.
1: Oh, T four four? No. We, I wanted to put on an I, I had a game to compete with Thunder Force Four. But, yeah, uh, so
3: do I. I have several of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well you I, might
1: have a chance.
3: So let's hear I that. have but the yeah. one yeah. to 4 roll them there. all.
1: I like Thunder Force Four as well, but not as much as the one that I was going to suggest that I I was going to actually explicitly say I like more than Thunder Force Four.
3: Don't well, worry, you'll I get have, your I chance to like, battle for extra slots, people. I extra! actually like I like Gate of Thunder more than Thunder Force Four, personally. But you like uh, that Thunder
1: Force Four starts with the word Thunder.
3: That's right. Yeah. No, I think Thunder Force Four is a better game, but I like Gate of Thunder more. I don't know which one that means I should put on the list, but I'm putting Thunder Force Four on because I think it's a, it's probably objectively better, and it's got really yeah. clever, clever level design. It's a good level design. Clever level, level, yeah, and Yeah. Level the- levels
0: are better than gates.
3: And I don't even know what the list looks like now. So where do we? Let's put not it? even think about <laughs> it. Like,
1: I, I just want to say a couple things about Thunder Force. I like, I like the graphics. I think yeah. it's, got, it's got like a billion parallax scroll level stuff. Those
3: goddamn little chubby tanks in the
1: desert. Oh, heck yeah, chubby tanks. Just
3: pop up out of there and they're great.
1: For, for anyone uninitiated, it is a shooting game. Right. <laughs> yep. It is a side scrolling shooting game.
3: Side scrolling shooting game made by TechNest. All right. Uh, so, yeah, as far as placement,
2: I, I, I still have a current list here. Um, is it better than Breath of
3: Fire 5? Um, I, um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, is it you, better than Zelda Two? I I think it's better than Zelda Two. I mean, I, I, I want to play it more than I want to play that.
1: I think its action is a little bit too floppy for me.
2: I I I'm, I'm below Zelda Two on this one. Um Conk. I'd I put be below it above, Zelda Two as well. I, I'd put it between Zelda Two and Asuka hundred twenties percent is where I put
3: it. All right, fine, whatever. Let's go.
0: Yeah, I'd say let's do that one. Uh, Frank, what's your last one? <laughs> Super
2: Mario Brothers! Wait, it's a who? It's a who, <laughs> it's a who is it? It's what? a you! It's, 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 a, it's a him! It's a him Super yeah. Mario!
1: Uh, so, I mean... How you is know, that not on the list? I don't it, understand. It, it's
2: weird that it wasn't on the list, and it and it, it looks it looks weird on our list now.
0: Yeah. These nineteen weird ass games and Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. Um, so yeah. Super Mario <laughs>
2: Brothers. I mean, I'm gonna try to think of a way to talk about this. It's not the usual way. Um, I really appreciate how how uh, thrifty that game is. Oh uh, yeah. Like this is a game. When when you look at the games that came out around the same time, it's it's not like. I mean, they actually were using the same hardware that they would use for like you know Clue Clue Land or whatever. It's the same like circuit board, it's the same ROM size or whatever. But they were just so thrifty with their space with their programming that they managed to make something that felt like this gigantic adventure. And when you really break it down, it's a very simple game. It's like you, Mario can run and jump. And then each obstacle, like, has the same basic behavior, but with, like, one or two bites, like, flipped, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. you can jump on this, you can't jump on this, you can hit it with fire, you can't. It goes back and forth, it it uh, it falls off the ledge or it doesn't, and, and uh, maybe you can sort of, like, do the flying bounce thing. And that's about it. Like, all the enemies are basically the same kind of enemy, just with some slightly different... Uh, Behavior, um, but with the same sort of backbone to them, which is really cool. Um, the you know the the way the levels are laid out, it's just same thing. Tiles have different properties. It's like this is breakable, this isn't, and this doesn't exist. And I think those are the those are probably the three t- tile types, right? Or like yeah. it's a background element. It's and it's like it it was it, it, when it when it came out, it was supposed to be like the last great cartridge game. Um, because the belief at the time was the Famicom disk system was going to take over, and uh, we would never play ROM cartridges again. Everything would be on this disk media that was cheaper and could hold more, so they wanted to go out with a bang and like make the best cartridge game possible. And at the time, it certainly was, but as we all know, uh, we're still playing games on floppy disks. When the Nintendo finally came out here, it's all on floppy disk. And, uh, That's right. I really miss cartridges and, and flash-based memory so much. So it was, a, it was a good good swan song for that sort of thing. Yeah, it was a good Mario. run that they had. Um, Super I Mario Brothers is still a really good game.
1: Um, yeah, it's still a pretty much perfectly good video game. It, yeah, feels, it feels it feels fantastic still.
2: It was out Marioed later, but that doesn't matter.
3: Um, matters um, a little bit for this list.
0: I personally would place it below WarioWare Twisted. Because what? If there's one thing I learned, it's to obey Wario, destroy
1: Mario. Oh, that's... that's nice! Um, I would put it... God. Well, we've got the list in the chat here.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at my own local copy. Uh, probably the same thing. I mean, like, it's top five. It's gotta be.
1: I mean, yeah, um, it's a darn good game. I think, in the spirit of this list, it should at least be below Knights.
3: Yeah, yes. I think it's below... Is it below Gunstar Heroes? It's below Gunstar for me.
1: I think the one thing Mario has that Gunstar Heroes doesn't is a whole game that is fun no matter what part of it you're flopped down into. Yeah, that's
3: yeah. that's true. I don't I want mean, to play it ever, but uh, I agree with you.
1: You know why don't you want to play it? Because it's popular?
3: No, because it it's it's just not. It doesn't engage my fun glands uh, because he has hair and he doesn't float. In in the same yeah. way that uh, that uh, it doesn't engage my, my my I don't know. It doesn't give me any could, endorphins.
1: Could, if Mario could bang his head to fly, would you
3: like it more? I would like it a little bit more.
1: See, there you go. Yeah. All right, number three. Uh, I I guess hard we, hard. we could put it somewhere.
3: No, I number three. Would be no, number. number f-
1: Four. You want to put it under Gunstar Heroes? Just put it under Gunstar Heroes. Who cares? Just Fine. do it and get it over with.
0: Uh, let's get into our second round. Uh, Brandon, yeah. can you tell me all of the games that you put on your list but we didn't get to?
3: I can tell you all of them. All uh, of them! Okay, so they... Oh wait, I gotta get rid of... I, I, I gotta reorient my list a little bit here. Uh, okay, so... Uh, wait, I want to make a connection
2: about all three of us, which is that there's a bunch of RPGs.
3: Uh there's only there's only one. No, two. Okay. Um okay. Ooh. Uh starting with the one RPG. Uh East Books one and two for PC Engine. Mm-hmm. Um oh wait, sorry, there are three. Panzer Dragoon <laughs> Saga. <laughs> yeah. Uh Ranger X. Ranger X. King, oh, Fight- yeah. King of Fighters ninety eight. Um Metal Slug three. Halo 2, Earth Defense Force 2017 for Vita, which I really was close to putting on there. Uh, Left for Dead, mm. uh, Garoden Break 2. Blow. Uh, yeah, you know what, it should be too. Sorry, Left for Dead uh, 2 is what I meant. Um,
1: yeah.
3: Garoden Break Blow, which is my favorite 3D fighter. Dragon Quest Rocket Slime Adventures. That's a mm. good Resident one. Evil 4, which would have been toward the bottom. Uh, that's why I didn't mention it. Um, Gate of Thunder, Dracula X, Shining Force 2, Shinobi 3. The end. Dracula.
0: Resident Evil 4 player. was voted for. What? Was it? Resident yeah. Evil 4 got a vote. Okay, yes. good then. All right.
2: Um, so are we trying uh, to place Frank, those? What or was we just? Okay. For... No,
0: Frank. What was your list?
2: Pac-Man 2: The New Adventures. Oh God. Stupid game. Uh, the first Mother. Uh, Mega Man 3. Fallout 2, Fantasy mm. Star 4, uh, Hero on the Atari 2600. It's one of my favorite games. Um, and the Irritating Maze. Not the stick, the maze. Right? Oh, Irritating Maze is cool. Yeah.
0: Tim?
1: Uh, mine, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, so I'm just typing a couple of these that I want to remember for some reason. Uh, so mine, I mm-hmm. had... I had... Uh, Since somebody submitted a bunch of Michael Bro games, I wonder if it was Michael Bro himself, uh, or if our listeners are just that cool, but nobody submitted 868Hack. I I had 868Hack on my list, because I really like that game, and I play it a lot. Um, uh, Mark Echo's Getting Up is uh, on there. I think Mark Echo's Getting Up, which was recently released on Steam, is really cool. Um, um, Mark Echo's Getting getting up. Up you not throwing up, but getting up. He's getting up, and he's going to do some stuff after he gets up. Mark Echo's getting, it up. Mark, getting Echo's, it up.
2: Mark Echo's getting up, but he just needs five more minutes.
1: He just needs five more minutes. Yeah, uh, I had Spartan Total Warrior, which is one of my favorite action games. Lost Vikings, which I mentioned very briefly, it's a pretty good game. Uh, Rock and Roll Racing and Blackthorn, two other games by Blizzard for mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. Uh, I think they're three fantastic games, and that's why they're so smart. Uh, is that they made three games like that. Obviously, they went on to become billionaires. Uh, Metal Warriors by Lucas Arts and uh, Konami, Great I game. think, is yeah. really fantastic action game. Uh, for the Frog, The Bell Tolls, a game from the makers of Link's Awakening for the yep. Game Boy, and it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Every bit as good as a Zelda game, if not way better than any Zelda game ever. Because it's, so, uh, so when I
2: tried to play it, it was too talky, I thought.
1: Uh, it starts out sort of like that, yeah. It's got a bit of a of a happy, fun, sort of adventure game vibe to it in the beginning. Uh, I also have NBA Jam Tournament Edition,
4: mm-hmm. uh,
1: which I think is a really good sports game, but I didn't put it on the list because it's kind of dumb. My
2: favorite fighting game.
1: It's a good fighting game. I have Hokra. Yeah which is not even released, specifically speaking, yet. But Hoker's a really good multiplayer game. I agree. Uh, It's almost as good as Video Ball, but nobody else agrees about that. Um, There's Virtua Fighter 5, which I put on there because people had voted for Virtua Fighter 4 Evo, and I think Virtua Fighter 5 is a tiny bit better, if a little bit blander to look at. Uh, It's still a really, really shiny game, and it only uses three buttons. Uh, uh, What else did I have on here? Pac-Man, Super Pac-Man Championship Edition, not DX. Uh, I had Ranger X on mine I actually cut off all the ones that Brandon had already mentioned uh, Ranger X was one of the ones that was on mine so was uh, uh, Left for Dead 2 was also on my list and so was Rocket Slime so that's neat and the original yeah. mother which Brandon had or which no, Frank had uh, Frank had yeah Frank had, yeah. Uh, yeah so I had a couple that's what I was
0: out. looking for guys those four
1: games oh uh, I actually left out a bunch more than I already had uh, that were also there. Uh, and I also wanted... To, my last one was the one that I thought was better than uh, Thunder Force 4 is Ibarra Black Label was my right. definitive shooting game. For so,
0: list. of the games that all three of you didn't list but are on more than one of your lists, uh, would you replace those with anything on our current twenty? So, Wait, Which, are, which were, are they again? Of...
3: X Mother... Uh, yeah.
0: Ranger's mother,
1: uh, to Left, uh, left for Dead two. Left for Dead two, Rocket Slime. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, I left Rocket Slime. I Rocket Slime was just on my list, but I didn't mention it for a specific reason. I just eventually thought it's a little too, idly, and I would rather have For the Frog to Bell Tolls on there.
3: Um. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know how I feel about Rocket Slime. I I played it through, twice. 24 hours each play so um, I like that game a lot but okay so and I'm surprised you didn't also mention Draculax
1: oh yeah Draculax is on mine I'm sorry did you yeah. not did you mention Draculax I did yeah. of course oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah maybe that's why I cut it off of my list uh, I was dele- <laughs> deleting things from my list as you uh as I said as, uh, as you said them yeah I like uh,
2: Draculax better than hmm. a lot of these games
1: yeah, I like Dracula so, X, in fact, uh, a whole bunch to consider putting it like up into like the top three. Do, I you, would, want to ta-
0: I do you want to put on Dracula X and delete WarioWare?
1: Yeah. Sure. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, let's put it uh, above Gunstar Heroes.
1: Yes. Mm. I, I I almost would put it above Knights. I wouldn't put it above Knights, personally. But, no, I, but, I mean, okay. I, I, I said almost... I said I almost would put it above Nights, but yeah, I guess above Above Nights is good.
0: Would you put uh, Left 4 Dead 2 on this list?
4: Mm,
3: I feel like I've satisfied half of my uh, desire to put Left 4 Dead 2 on there by having Gears of War 2. I like it better than Gears of War 2, but it's not a better game uh, in terms of its well, the mechanics of it are not better, but I I have a much more fun time with it. It's it's more, it feels more like a rogue-like first-person shooter than a than a uh, first-person shooter, third-person shooter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, at the beginning of the show, we kind of made an informal pack to keep a mind forever voyaging on this list, and we right did. now it's at the very bottom of this list. So I don't think we can take any more games.
1: Well, we don't. Have well, to we could keep take something there. from the middle. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to deal from the top or the bottom of the deck.
0: Alright. Um, uh, so so uh, Mother, the original Mother, does that belong on here if Super Mario Bros. is here? I don't think so.
2: I like it, but this is a pretty solid list, and that game easily trumped by
3: its sequels. Like, Alright. Uh, um,
0: I think that's it then,
3: unless well, there's there was some Ranger other X. game we I'm didn't, forgetting. We didn't that. talk about no Range no yeah, <laughs> Um, But I'm I'm not 100% sure that I need to put it on the list. I, It's on my personal list for sure, but I don't know if it needs to be here right now. What do you think, Tim?
1: Wait, what? Ranger X? Ranger X. Yeah. Ranger X. Well, as far as games that end in X go, I like Dracula X better.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, All right. Fair enough.
0: So that's it. Uh, so I'll read... Up- I'll read off our final list to our listeners so they know what our best game of all time list for 2014 is. Uh, 20, A Mind Forever Voyaging. 19, Marble Madness. 18, Quap. 17, Euphoria the Saga. 16, Awendon 2. 15, Asuka 120% limit over. 14, uh, Thunder Force 4. 13, Zelda 2 Adventure of Link. Um, I forgot what number I was at. Let's just keep going up. (laughs) Breath of Fire yeah. 5, Dragon Quarter, Gears of War 2, Ghosts in the Shell, Sonic and Knuckles, Phantom Dust, Lufia 2, Rise of the Sinistrals, Maniac Mansion 2, Day of the Tentacle. It's Super not Mario called Wii. Maniac Mansion
2: 2, you uh, inserted that yourself. It's just called Day yes. of the Tentacle. Call I always thought it was Maniac, Maniac Mansion 2, colon, Day of the Tentacle. It is, uh, it f- I'm looking at the box, and it actually says Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle. Huh. With no 2 or colon or anything. It never, it's never called Maniac Mansion 2.
0: For years and years, I thought that was the full title of the game. Nope. Alright, Maniac Mansion, colon, Day of the Tentacle. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, Gunstar Heroes, Castlevania Dracula X, Dracula Nights X. into Dreams, and Panzer Dragoon Vi is the best game of all time. The best yeah, game like
1: of all time. I like those. Uh, or at least the best game of life. all
0: time until next year. That's right. Uh, which I hope you uh, join which I hope you join us for again. And I will. I we and the entire world is still around then. Maybe I'll we'll put here. Super Mario Brothers three up there again. I'm we'll in. see what
3: happens. It's a dream paradox, ladies and germs. Super Mario Granted, Brothers three is the best
0: Brandon, I'm glad you didn't make good on your promise last year to quit the world, and I hope you uh, go another year without quitting the world.
3: I forgot I said that, but that's a great thing that I would definitely say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Alex Jaffe.
1: I'm Frank Safaldi.
3: I'm Tim Rogers.
0: I'm
1: Brandon Sheffield.
0: And now you're playing with the best of all podcasts. Straight up.
4: Podcast over, yeah!